Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. We're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up here. Keep away from me. Stay where you are. Friend, please. Stop. Dad? Stop going. Keep away from me. Dad? Keep away from me. Everyone has their curiosities, the things we're scared of but look into regardless. I mean, it's why horror movies exist. It's the serial killer documentaries that fuel our fascination. It's the paranormal spirit photography that chills us. At least, my bones anyway. It's the telling of ghost stories, one detail at a time. There's so much obsession and intrigue in that which frightens us, and much like a character in today's movie, sometimes that oddball hobby can, in the end, save your life. Hello Dylan, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. What's something that terrifies you, but you just can't stop looking into it? (laughs) This is weirdly specific. So... You know your boy hates clowns. Oh, absolutely fucking lootly. Hate clowns. Because I suggested, oh, do you want do you, do you want to do it? And you were like, uh, no, fuck off. <laughs> no. It's the first thing that everybody asks me. Like, no, of course I haven't seen that movie. Anyway, uh, do you know the podcast The Magnus Archives? I've heard of it. I haven't listened to oh, it. Oh, it's so, so good. But there's like a bit of clown themes through some of the seasons. Oh, okay. It's one of the things. It's like... It's a D- D&D podcast? No. no. Oh, it's okay. It's a horror podcast. Oh, wait, no. Is this the... What's it called? The, the Oh, they made a game about it as well. No. It's not... SCP. It's not SCP it's Archives? Not. Okay. It's a similar... Kind of a similar concept and that's it's like a horror anthology podcast, but it's... Right. There is an overarching story. Anyway, there's this one particular episode... Mm. That the first time I listened to it, it scared me so much I cried. <laughs> but I always go back and listen to it because it's so good. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I was so terrified. I just cried. I was literally, like, sitting in mine and Sarah's living room, like, just, I think I had headphones in, and I was just staring into the middle distance with, like, tears running down Oh, my face. God. Was, like... Are you good? And I was like, no, this is <laughs> absolutely <amazing>. not. <laughs> so good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice that you sort of you're, you're delving into something that it terrifies you so I, much. Yeah, like, and I knew that it was going to be like a clown situation, but I kept listening to it anyway because it was just so good, mm. so good. Yeah, that definitely fits the criteria. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything that I'm like as terrified of as as you are of clowns. I've got like little i got a thing about being in the water with anything 
that terror- the ocean is pr- the ocean is a concept is pretty terrifying to me. Even like freshwater, like anywhere that there's like fish or anything like right. that. If I'm if there's something in the water with me, it freaks me out. Brushes against your foot while you're swimming. Yeah, I'm just like this is not my. I am not built for this territory. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and anything here could kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, any documentaries on fucking sharks, you know, fucking, um, what are they, like saltwater crocodiles, alligators, all that kind of stuff terrifies me. <laughs> but I just sit there and watch the documentaries and, well, they're just like, this village on the Nile has just been terrorized by a saltwater crocodile. It was 18 feet long and ate nearly everyone in the village. And I was just like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go cry in the corner yeah. now. <laughs> Where's the next one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Next video. Yeah. <laughs> that brings us nicely into our movie because one of our characters is very obsessed with a particular set of serial killers. Uh, this week it was my first time watching Fear Street, part one, 1994, 2021. God, that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, oh, I love this movie so much. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> What the hell? This is exactly why you have no friends. Look, some gal killed a bunch of people at the mall last night. Holy shit. Another shady side tragedy. Fits the narrative, right? Sarah fears that. Christ, not you two. There's no angry dead witch. The only thing that made him go crazy is this town. The dude was wearing a Halloween skull mask. How is that not fun? Guys, I think there's someone in the woods. We're together for one night and dead people are trying to kill us. Maybe we are doomed. She was so sexy, but so crazy. Normal bitches don't bleed black blood. How do we not? I'm looking at you, witch nerd! You can't stop it. Okay, so we open on um, just a voiceover. It says, it began as a prank and ended with murder. And I was like, ooh, I like this. <laughs> and then it turns out that it's just a woman buying sort of a trashy a trashy horror book from a, from a bookstore. Book. Is it a fear street? I didn't even look at the title. It's a fear street book. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's kind of awesome. So is it a book series? Yeah, it was written by R.L. Stein, the guy who did Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. okay. Same sort of deal, I think. I never actually Is it kids them. horror or is it... Because this I think movie, I wouldn't say is kids Goosebumps, horror. Goosebumps, I think, was kids horror, I think think and don't quote me on this mm. that fear street is more teen horror right but i'm i'm not a hundy because i never actually read them right that makes sense yeah i didn't realize it was a fear street book yeah. i love that and the woman's yeah the woman just says it's just a trashy book for a yeah. stepdaughter or something like that and i was just low like shut horror. your mouth yeah sometimes lowbrow horror is great yeah i read a trilogy of books about a spider apocalypse and Incredible. it was lovely <laughs> <laughs> i had a lovely time i had a great time <laughs> And everyone's like, why are you reading that? I was like, because I want to. Because it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Someone just got eaten by like a 10 foot tarantula and it was great. <laughs> One of my favorite books is like deeply messed up in a lot of ways. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I mostly read horror. So 
you know, the trashier the better sometimes. Um, the cashier, Heather, who I thought was going to be our leading lady, until I remembered that, like, you know, opening kills in, like, yeah. 80s and 90s movies was a thing. Also couldn't blame you for thinking you should be the leading lady when it's Maya fucking Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. She's a very pretty girl. She is. She's, She's a got very, very pretty, pretty parents. Who are her parents? What? You don't know who her parents are? You can see it once you know. Okay, go on then. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. Especially in, like, Do Revenge, she looks so much like her mum. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And both of those are attractive people. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, like, just made a very attractive baby. And she's very good in this, and I wish we had more of her. (laughs) She's really good in general. Um, So the lady leaves with her trashy novel. It's for her stepdaughter, and Mm -hmm. she gives her the finger as she leaves because, yay, customer service. Yeah. I love it. Such a nerd. Yeah, absolutely. And then she puts on Nine Inch Nails as soon as the store is closed. Yes. Ugh. I love it. So the mall closes. Heather closes the bookstore when the phone rings. And I immediately got, like, scream flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Ryan, who works at a sex store, question mark? Seems to be something like that. It's yeah. like, there's like... Just um, hanging out in the mall. There's, like, weed symbols and stuff like that. But he's also holding a blow-up doll. Yeah. So I'm like... It's like Cosmic if Cosmic sold sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, adults only store. Yeah. <laughs> um, she heads out uh, of the bookstore into the mall asking for Ryan. Because he just, um, yeah, she, he's going to give her a ride home or something like that. Uh, and he jumps, she gets jump scared by the janitor. Mm-hmm. Who pops up throughout this movie? I love him just for no reason. Martin I kind of love it for MVP. Best. <laughs> he's just he's just the janitor. Yeah, and he's just mopping the floors. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan jump scares us. So we get a fake jump scare, and then we get another fake jump scare. Yeah. It's Ryan scares her with the blow up doll. Yeah. Which is great. Why is he just carrying it around the mall? Because he's gross. <laughs> because because feels. <laughs> I. He's gross, but I kind of like him, and I yeah, I am sad about what happens. <laughs> He's kind of a... He's an odd guy. He's odd. And then he's, what, like, he's fun odd. You can tell he's not being entirely serious. Yeah. And once you sort of get the twist of the movie, you sort of feel sorry for him oh, as well. Oh, very much so, yeah. You feel sorry for all of them, really. Yeah. Um, Heather asks Ryan for a lift. Um, we also learned that um, Ryan has given his sex doll a name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name I was. It was Jasmine. Ja- Jasmine. Something like that. <laughs> Such a... Big tits was deflating her ego. Yes, thank I you. Love I this wrote movie that so much. Heather says, "No you- notes." <laughs> <laughs> Heather says, "You gave her a name," and he replies, "Yeah, I thought big tits was deflating her ego." <laughs> and I was like, "I appreciate this pun so good. I appreciate this very much." <laughs> uh, a whisper calls Ryan as he walks away, and of course, mm-hmm. we won't know what this is about till later. Much, oh, I didn't. Much later. <laughs> I had no idea what that was. And yeah. I was like, oh, he, she's, uh, Heather's going to finish closing up the store. She's going to wander back out and she's going to find Ryan's corpse. And I was like, oh, oh no. Um, Heather finishes closing, but the security goat won't fully, what's it called? Just slam shut. Mm-hmm. It won't, it won't shut. Inches, There's yeah. like a couple of inches just. Um, she cleans up a couple of books which have fallen off the shelf. Um, she finds one oddly just in the middle of the aisle and yeah. she, just, she just pops it away and then turns and there's another one in the middle of the aisle and I'm like girl <laughs> girl what are you doing <laughs> like you are being you baited survival instincts <laughs> yeah this is just like the trail of jelly beans that leads to a cage with like a stick holding yeah. it up yeah, yeah. it's that yeah. <laughs> uh, she puts uh, she puts the book back as a shadow shadowy figure moves behind her 
She investigates the store as we see a cloaked figure. The figure tries to stab at her, but hits the book she's holding instead. That's a great fake out. I love it. Because you do think that she gets stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Because she does the whole gasp thing. She's yeah. like, <gasps> it's like the shot is like chest up so you don't see. And then we pan down a little yeah. bit and you just see that he's stabbed the book. Yeah. Uh, love the skull costume. Mm-hmm. It's very cool because he's wearing like uh, what would you like cultist robes or something like. That. He's wearing a scream robe. Mm-hmm. Let's call it what it is. He's wearing it, a scream. It's robe. basically a scream outfit. But yeah, like with a with skull a mask instead of skull mask instead of the ghosty goo mask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the first evil uh, I love the the book that she uses to defend herself is called the first evil. I thought that was very cool. That is very cool. I was like, that's a nice little... Yeah, I never <laughs> noticed that. Like, yeah, as like, you know, you're, you're the first to be killed and it's yeah. like, yep, first evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Heather runs and manages to squeeze under the security case, that, under the security gate that wouldn't close. Uh, why doesn't the killer follow at this point, was my question. Because it's not a big store. He just kind of watches yeah. and then stands at the gate as she runs off down the, down the uh, mall. Don't know. I was just like... You could hear mm. Kenan that maybe he's savouring it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. He's just like, mm, I like it when they run. Yeah. <laughs> Which a lot of serial killers do, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes in search of Ryan. She hides behind the counter and calls the police in the sex store. She's run to the sex store looking for Ryan. She hides behind the counter. She calls the police. She doesn't give them any fucking information. <laughs> and then runs for her life. <laughs> Yeah, that's generally how horse of the police go in these movies. Yeah, I know, right? At least, like, what I liked about that call is that she doesn't really, she doesn't say anything because she's trying to be quiet. Mm. But the operator's like, if you don't say anything, I'm going to send someone out. And she's like, cool, do yeah. it. Do it. It's like, good, you're doing your job. Cool, thank you, for once in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The police actually doing their job, yeah, like, yeah. my God. I mean, the, they don't later, but at this moment they do. It's not, It's you can't even thank the police for that. It's just the, the, um line operator is just yeah, doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um what she leaves the she leaves leaves the phone off the hook. I believe so, yeah. Um as she sees the killer heading her way. Yeah. Um love the neon sex shop, by the way. Just gotta say. The entire like anytime they're in the mall, the colour schemes and the neon lights and everything. I feel like that's a theme for this movie in general, is like the neon. It gets better in the third one, but yes, oh, really? it's just oh it's this well, on bright colours today. Yes, in you have history. dressed the part today. Because I just, I'm a, such a slut for a prettily coloured movie. And it, this is so pretty. And that's this podcast's uh, quote. I'm such a slut for prettily coloured movies. <laughs> I am. I'm a slut for a fun colour palette. There you go. No, it's... completely. There's nothing worse than watching a movie with a boring colour palette. Literally. Because you're just like, there's nothing interesting to it look at. It can really elevate a movie. Like Gunpowder Milkshake. Oh, it's Gunpowder. a pretty bad movie overall. Yeah. It's but not the colour great... scheme makes it really fun to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's not to say that like you can't use like dull browns and blues and whatever yeah. to make an interesting scene. Yeah. You just have to do it in the right way. There's nothing worse than a muted color palette when yeah. you're trying to pay attention to Absolutely. something. The color palette and the lighting in this movie is just this. Oh, it's, so it's gorgeous. Good. And yeah, so because they're using like UV lights in mm-hmm. this store, everything, you know, it's fucking bright. But you've got these patches of darkness everywhere. Yeah. I love it. It's so fucking well done. love it. Yeah. Um, she gets grabbed from behind as she moves around the sex store mm-hmm. and gets her stomach slashed. Yep. She manages to run but can't get out. 
The killer wanders the shop looking for her. I don't know how he lost her after cutting her. I think she she liked it just enough, maybe. We'll just say that she's, like, a really talented survivalist. Yeah. She does seem to know what she's doing, in a way. Maybe she's just read enough of, of the, those trashy novels. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I like about this movie is that the, the characters actually behave in a way that, like, I would probably behave in these situations. Like, it's yeah, kind there's of no... satisfying to watch instead of being, like frustrating yelling like why are you doing that why wouldn't you do this as like, my parents would say there's no grabbing the banana uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen scary movie oh once when i was the, like 12 the original scary movie there's a very prominent scene in the beginning where she's being attacked by the the opening kill she's being attacked by the screen guy she turns to look at the table that's next to the front door there is a gun a grenade oh, a knife yes. and okay. a banana i remember she grabs and the she banana. grabs the banana yeah. and runs yeah okay. so now whenever my parents and uh, my parents and i are talking about you know stupid decisions in horror movie we call it taking the banana that is incredible it should be an actual trope <laughs> yeah taking the banana yeah there's none of that in this movie everyone seems to be doing things that are logical yes for the information they have yeah, at the time. Yeah. It's amazing. Also while being teenagers. Also while being forgive teenagers. forgive when they do dumb stuff because they're teenagers, but like, they don't it do doesn't anything, happen very often. Yeah, they, and they don't do anything like egregiously stupid. To be fair, the dumb stuff I think comes mostly in the interpersonal relationship stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he follows bloody hand... Sorry, the killer follows bloody handprints around the store, which lead to what looks like a photo booth or something like that. Yeah. And there's a figure inside, which they stab, but it's the blow-up doll. Yeah. There's a... Oh, I just realized if it's in the um, sex shop still, it could be one of those, like, booths that you, like, go into to watch porn uh... <laughs> that they have in the States. Wait, is, is this doll a, a try before you buy? <laughs> oh. God, I hope they at least clean it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that she put it there as a decoy. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But like, but it's funny that to is think about such it. a cursed concept. And I hate that you put that in my brain. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the doll starts deflating. Um, skull. I'm going to call him Skullface. I'm going to call him Skullface. That's isn't that literally what they call him? I think so. Yeah, I think that, but not till much later. Yeah. Uh, so Skullface stabs blow skull up mask. doll. Skull mask. I think that's what they're called. Anyway. Yeah. um, But is jumped by Heather, who smashes them overhead with a lava lamp. Hell yeah, she does. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. By the way, this movie is set in the 90s, if you couldn't tell. There's a lava lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fear Street, 1994. Mm. This is all the 90s. Fucking, I had a a lava lamp in the 90s. Same. It was great. I I want another one. I kind of want another one. (laughs) Yeah. They're so cool. They're just fun to watch. Yeah. Um... Heather escapes to the food court and finds a body, which I thought was the janitor's body. But then he pops up later. Yeah, no, it's not him. I think it's just like there's just a couple of other people still working, hanging around. Oh, okay. So it's just like other people closing stores yeah. or whatever like that who've been killed. I thought it was the janitor because they're, they're very bloody and I think a little yeah. bit mutilated. Yeah. So it was a bit hard to tell who it, it was. It does lead you to believe a little bit, I think. Yeah. But yeah. It's not because he pops up later. And thank God. Who appears later, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't kill that janitor. <laughs> So good. So, yep, um, finds a body. Um, also, girl, stop making so much fucking noise. She's a noisy bitch. She runs through going, ah! Yeah. And tipping over chairs. And I'm just like, you need to sneak out. At this point, At you're this, asking for it. Yeah, if you're, if you're in a crowded 
mall absolutely scream your fucking ass off until someone helps you are in a like empty mall you need to be as quiet as possible and get outside yeah (laughs) but you know (laughs) jeez i think it was at this point where i was like yeah i think it was at this point in the movie where i was like oh she's our opening kill yes It's unfortunate because it's just say she's a great character. She's great. For as little as we see of her. Because they give her so much personality in the yeah. opening. Yeah. And then she immediately she dies. She really root for her. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she fights back. It's not like the she's a big titted bimbo in the beginning of like. This movie is a hard pitch. Yeah. It's not the big titted bimbo in most horror movies who just like gets stabbed and dies. I miss that trope though. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine for you. I've got nothing to look at during this scene. <laughs> Well, we need to make a new trope where we just reverse it and it's big dicked <laughs> bimbo who gets killed in the opening horror movie. Running <laughs> running through the sprinklers in the garden oh and you just see it flopping in your shorts. <laughs> like that scene in Instead Juno. of the tits in the bra, we've got just the dong in the shorts. Yeah, like like that scene in Juno. Have you you've seen Juno? No. You haven't seen Juno? I've never seen there's Juno. There's literally a shot where a bunch of dudes are running past and she's thinking about their dicks and there's like and there's, there's like horrible a... like sloshing water noises <laughs> playing. It's awful. That's amazing. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's amazing for me. Okay? <laughs> well, I don't get man candy in movies very often, okay? <laughs> Not in horror movies, anyway. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's very... Much- it's getting better. More modern movies, sometimes you get a little, little bit of man-ass. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. I appreciate this. Yeah. But, you know, it was a trope in the 80s that every girl had to get her kit off. Yeah, of course. I'm like, why is that not a trope now? Why can't all the guys get their kits off? <laughs> you will probably like the second movie. Oh, okay. Oh, I look forward Just to it. putting it out there. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Heather, Heather runs for the exit. She uh-huh. runs for the front door, which is just past the food court. But the killer spots her and stabs her in the back as yes. she tries to run. Ver- also, very scream. Yes. I was getting heavy scream vibes at the beginning of this movie. I was like, I read, actually, um, in this part where he grabs her, um, I was like looking through the IMDb trivia last mm-hmm. night, and apparently the specific way in which he grabs her and turns her around is homage to the opening murder of Drew Barrymore on screen. Oh, wow. Okay. Apparently. That's awesome. Yeah. Good attention to detail for them. Yeah. Um, she pulls off the mask of the killer, mm-hmm. and it's Ryan. It is our boy Ryan. And I was like, you... Bastard. Does not exactly look himself, though. He does look... But it might be... Because at this point, you don't know. You don't. So, at the beginning of the movie, I was just like, oh, he was just pretending to be nice. And he's actually... It's he was actually... Very pret- much, yeah. yeah. Leads you to... Because, you know, they always say, like, serial killers are, like, such personable people. Like Pillars this, of the community. Yeah. Or really good with people. Or, yeah. you know, really sexy and flirty. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, one day they just turn around and kill you. Yeah. So... I was getting that vibe, and I was like, you bastard. Motherfuck, yeah. Ryan is then shot through the head by Sheriff Good. Sheriff Good. Uh, yes, our police chief, Sheriff oh God, Good. Sheriff Good. And Heather lays on the floor, bleeding out with Ryan's corpse on top of her. Yeah. Good opening kill. Mm-hmm. Great. It's a really cool opening and I think this is where this is. I, I think this is where I messaged you, and I was like, Dylan, I think I'm going to like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> of course you were going to like it, because it's Amazing. <laughs> and I got, love, a, love a good slasher movie. Yeah. Uh, credits roll as news reports talk about crime in town. Uh, we learn that um, this is the killer capital of the USA, apparently. 
Um, we see lots of various notes flashing up as the credits roll as well. I just not jotted a few oh, down. Okay, but how cool is the opening credit sequence? Great. It's so cool. It's so flashy and like... Flashy and the colors. They use yes. the same neon colors and like... oh, <laughs> it's, it's so good. I love it. Um, the witch made him do it. Must be a devil between us. Uh, talk about camp murders. Very, uh, very good nod to like Friday the 13th, I thought, for yeah. sure. Um, Sarah Fear turned her into a killer. So many references to just generally so many references to like horror movies and crimes, killers and witches. Well, it's all referring to the plot of the series. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But. All of that is also references to other horror movies yes. as well. Like the whole Camp Killer thing is oh, the Friday Camp the 13th. Wing. Camp Nightwing is definitely... Uh, and this movie feels like a homage to Scream. Yes. yes. So, so the second one is, yeah, the camp one. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm excited to get to, actually. It's, yeah. So we've got... Um, this is the town of Sunnyvale. Uh, yes. Sunnyvale is the name of the town, and it's sort of split into two halves, the rich half and the poor half. Well, Sunnyvale is the rich... I think it's, like, technically two different towns just really close to each other. So you've got Sunnyvale is the rich half, and Shadyside is the poor half. Oh, I thought it was Sunnyside and Shadyside, and Sunnyvale was the town. No, it's Sunnyvale and Shadyside. Ah, oh, okay. That makes sense. So you got yeah. the you got the poor half and the rich half. Yeah. Okay. Um, we see a girl sitting in, in her bedroom, writing a note. Uh, I thought breakup note question mark mm -hmm. yes it is uh, her alarm rings she just sort of slaps it so immediately gives you the idea that you know she's probably been up all night mm. upset crying um, she writes down dear Sam go fuck yourself love Dina I love it it's the best <laughs> I was like she's such an angry bitch she's so angry yeah she's so angry for most of this movie actually also another fun fact Dina was the name of one of the first street books protagonists oh really yeah Love that. have you read the fear street books no no you should i've read the imdb trivia page <laughs> <laughs> that was enough yeah uh we see news reports of the kills at the mall apparently six people were killed there mm -hmm. uh dina cleans up beer can beer cans from the lounge so mm -hmm. you immediately get the idea that you know we're probably going with the drunk father trope mm -hmm. uh she calls out to josh who is on aol chat I know. Yeah. I know. I was like, what is that? And I was like, are you joking? <laughs> it's because you and I are old, Dylan. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I'm about. so aware. I'm about to hit my 30s. And Shut the front door. <laughs> I just turned 32. You can't complain. You're so old, I'm Dylan. I'm so old. I'm like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> 50 points for anyone who understands that reference. I know that reference. <laughs> but we work with like like 18 to 20 year olds so it sucks but yes josh is on aol chat and i was like oh my god this I is know. amazing i never even used aol but I was no like, it's aol like you just know what it is yeah i think the the earliest one i actually used was like ms msn chat yeah msn was my first one i think i did use yahoo messenger quite a lot and then i switched like quite quickly to skype i think was the next skype became the yeah it was quite one, a big thing for a while it, it broke all the time all the time anyway josh is talking about um, <laughs> the killings in town with someone online who is also very into the sort of mystery of why so many people in town suddenly become serial killers yes i believe um, her screen name is like queen of air and darkness or something yes it is and her, his is horrible silence 
and they talk to each other like they're a queen and a knight, and it's weird. It's fucking weird. It's weird, but I get it, because I did the same weird RP <laughs> shit when I was a teenager as well. It's super it, cringe, but it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> yes, it is. You just go through that phase. Yeah. And Josh is fairly young. He's yeah. what, like 14, 15, probably around that Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And Dina's probably closer to like 18, Yeah, I think, she's, I think they're supposed to be in like their senior year of high school or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um... Anyway, we, we get the idea that um, people just seem to go insane around town for some reason. I, I clock... Specifically Shady Siders. Oh. It's specifically Shady Siders. Oh, I hadn't yeah. noticed that. Yes, yeah, so that's why they get into an argument anyway. Yeah. It's just the rich people putting us poor people down again. More or less, yeah. 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 Fucking, fucking bullshit. Um, but I clocked that it was like, it seemed to be every 12 to 13 years or something like that. But I don't know if that has any re- relevance. Yes and no. Like, the, the number isn't specific. It's yeah. It's not... They just seem to be, like... They, it, it is a recurring thing, though. Like, mm. ever since 1666, mm. there have been recurring people instances just... of shady siders, just perfectly normal people just going completely batshit crazy and, and murdering, murdering a, a bunch lot of people. people. Yeah. Um, people think it's a, it's a witch that possesses people. That's the sort of... Um, the myth, the legend yep. that you hear Sarah about. Fear. Sarah Fear. which I, which is one of the names that popped up during the credits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll write that down. But I love this. Fear is spelled F-I-E-R. Yeah. And I was like, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. Um, Heather tells Josh to get in the car for school and t- takes the keyboard away from him. Because um, AOL is expensive. Because AOL is, is expensive. <laughs> and uh, she also said, this internet thing is why you don't, you have no friends. And I'm like, oh. I that very personally. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm like, give it another 10 years, everyone lives on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, Josh tells her about the kills mm-hmm. in the mall. We see Josh's conspiracy board. Yeah. He has He's like that kind of a nerd. So he has all the different pictures with a little, little bit of yarn connecting yeah. everything to everything else. And I'm just like, this is great. Yeah. This is amazing. I love this. Your boy has a hobby, okay? Yeah. Yeah. This is our character who has a hobby that will eventually save his life. <laughs> yeah. He's the helpful nerd. There's always got to be a helpful nerd mm-hmm. who knows a lot about the genre. Yeah. Yeah. Although we're pretty good with tropes in this movie. We don't seem to fall too heavily into like the standard horror movie not too much not too yeah. much we get a little bit but not like heavily yeah. it's not like you've when got... it does it it's like it's more of a like a nod than a just being lazy yeah yeah it's it's an it's a it's a reference it's not a like this is our character yeah um yeah so uh we also see a page from an illustrated book um, it says the one-handed witch, Sarah Fear, condemned to hell is the description of the image. Yeah. I love this image. It's very cool. Yeah. It looks like hand sketched. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I kind of so, want like, like all the little, little props and everything in this movie are just all so good. I kind of want this as like a little poster. Oh, shut up. That would be so cool. And just like hang around your wall. Sarah Fear, condemned to hell. You'll look into that. <laughs> See if you can get a print See out of it. Yeah. <laughs> So the school bell rings. Uh, it's a high security school, I noticed, because they have to walk through fucking metal detectors yeah, to get in. Yeah, because it's a poor area. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty commonplace in the States. In the state, yeah, because everyone and their auntie has a fucking gun. Yeah, especially in, you know, like, economically poorer areas. Yeah, because you've got to yeah. defend what little you have. Yeah. Oh, and people so turn to crime to survive, so yes. there's a lot of weapons around. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like there's a systemic issue with capitalism in America. Yeah. <gasps> My God. But especially here. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's funny because if you don't know what's going on, it seems very like ham fisted, like mm. these rich, preppy assholes and all these like poor, like, but like pure hearted people in shady side. Yeah. But like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching everything evolve in this movie. Yeah. Um, Josh sees his school crush, who we meet later. This is Kate. This is like Dana's probably best friend. One of her best, two best friends. One probably. of her two best friends. Um, I love Kate. They're a little trio. I would murder for Kate. Is, She's the best. Is is Kate your, because you talked about it. Like, Kate's my mean girl. I was going to say, I was going to say, is she your, oh God, what's because her name? Oh my God, I've forgotten her name in Mean Girls. Thank you. She is and she isn't because. She's also got Kate, a heart of gold. Yes, Kate is the more ideal mean girl for me because she is actually she, a good person. Yeah. She's just really cutthroat. Yeah. Because she kind of has to be. And I love her for it. She's the best. Kate is amazing. Yeah. But anyway, we don't know her name yet. It's at the moment it's just Josh's crush. Yeah, she just walk, walks towards him in the hall and, and he's like, like he goes like gooey eyed. Music starts playing and everything slows down. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, she's so pretty. Can we talk for two seconds about the soundtrack for this movie though? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. The soundtrack in this movie fucking slaps. It starts off with like Nine Inch Nails in the opening scene and mm-hmm. we've got Garbage in the scene with Dina in her room writing the angry note to Sam. Yep. And you've got what what else do you get? you got uh, Machine Head, you've got Oh, just so many good There's songs. There's so many good songs. I didn't know any of the songs by name, but like I knew the songs. I knew I know a lot of them. And really I was, I was immediately music. like, when I finished watching this movie, I was like, I need to find the soundtrack for this movie and add it to my <laughs> to my phone. <laughs> I'd probably be just great. make one for you if it doesn't exist because I know like all. You of know songs. all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dina sees all the couples walking around school and gets a bit dejected by it. Yeah, she's got her sulky pants on. She's got she's got sulky pants she's on. She's obviously going through a breakup. Yes, very clearly, and it must be quite recent although i don't think it's i don't think it is i think it's been she's a just, few months she's holding but, a grudge yeah <laughs> there's a couple making out by her locker and she like slams her books against the locker to and like shoo like, them away Ugh, what a dick and i'm like no even if i wasn't bitter and lonely i would do the same thing get the fuck away from my locker what yeah do it in, do it in front of your own locker yeah don't fucking block my locker with yeah. your making out session fuck off yeah yeah i would have insulted you anyway um uh, a random guy in a hoodie walks up to the m- memorial locker for the Heather mm-hmm. and scratches R.I.P. into it. It's it's a cool shot because it's you, a just, very cool you shot. just see him like walking up with a knife in his hand and you're like, oh no, shit's getting real. But he just walks up and slams it into the locker and carves into it. Yeah, just carves R.I.P. into Heather's locker. She appears to have the locker either directly next to or just down from D. Just down from. I don't think yeah. it was next to. It was a couple down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Heather's locker, very sad. There's all these flowers and stuff around it. People are, you know, memorializing it. Yeah. Which is very sad. Uh, Josh's crush comes over. Kate. Kate walks over. We learn that Kate and Dina are good friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dina goes to the bathroom, which has been graffitied. Uh, I love the graffiti. The graffiti is so good. I love it. She reaches from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slave. She'll take your blood. She'll take your head. She'll follow you until you're dead. I picked up on something about this specific graffiti mm. last night, and I'm not going to tell you about it now okay. because it's a massive spoiler. But once we've watched all three of them. Oh, okay. So it's something that relates to all three. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I'm very intrigued for that. Because you don't actually find out what is actually going on until like the third movie. Right. Yeah, no, I do get that. 
this movie does get a conclusion, but it oh, also yeah. feels like there's so much more to be. There's so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a boy pops out of one of the stools. Yep. Um, and uh, this is Simon. 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 Simon-y. I love that boy. Simon and Kate, which are Dana's best friends. Yeah. He's the uh, worst. Yes, he's, he, he's amazing. Yeah. And the boy teases Dina with the rhyme. Uh, Dina spurns them for making light of Heather's death. Yes, it's very much a grim coping mechanism for these two. Yeah, and it feels like this is something the town does. Like Yes, because it happens so often, they've kind of desensitized to it. Yeah. But Dina's like, it's still fucked up. Like, it's yeah. still sad. We shouldn't make light of it. Like, also, she died. going through some shit, so. Yeah, she's not in the mood for laughs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's not having a fun time. No, absolutely not. Uh, Simon pulls a box out of the vent. Candy store. Yeah, the candy store. Yeah. It's even, it's even like one of those, like, gift boxes. That yeah. They're supposed to have, like. Looks like a present. It's yes. got, like, the picture of a ribbon printed on it. Yes. <laughs> and inside is drugs. Yeah. So many drugs. Lots of drugs. Just a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, Dina asks her friend to give a box of stuff to Sam. So, uh, sorry, Dina asks Kate, right? Kate, yeah, because um, they've got a pep rally or something. Yeah, they've got a they've got a show or something to do. Like a game. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sport. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a football game, and Kate is a cheerleader. It's an American movie. Of course it's a football game. Yeah. What other sport is it going to be? That's fair. <laughs> Although, you know, Teen Wolf, it's lacrosse. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait. Is it? Teen Wolf the Show. Oh, okay. okay. The movie is basketball, I believe. Yes, I was going to say, yeah. I was like, I've seen Teen Wolf. I swear it's basketball. If you haven't seen the show, I highly recommend it's terrible. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so is the movie, so. No, the, the show is terrible in a different way. Oh, okay, right. Lots of um, gratuitous <laughs> naked boys, though, so. Oh, it might be fun, then. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Dina tries to give Kate the box of stuff. We assume that it's Sam's stuff. Mm-hmm. And Kate refuses. Apparently, Dana quit band, mm-hmm. so isn't going to isn't meant to be going to the rally tonight anyway. But that was your last extracurricular, Dina. I know. I was like, "What's the significance of this?" How are you going to get this? into college? <laughs> do you need to do extracurriculars to get into college in you uh, in America? It's that competitive, I believe. I could be wrong, but it's that competitive. Oh, so that you might having have the right... extracurriculars helps a lot. That's why Kate does like everything under the sun, right? To show that you're like, you know, I'm a team player. Yeah. So I didn't do any fucking extracurriculars, and I was fine. And I love that we don't we don't fall into the um, the tropes, the American tropes of like segregated high schools here, because we've got a cheerleader with a band geek. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, I don't know what Simon is—a flunky. Simon. <laughs> And we already know Simon is Simon. Um, Kate, Kate mentions that um, she's also like valid, valid, valedictorian yeah. as well. Kate goes hard. She does literally everything that she can possibly do. So we've got like yeah, while also being a drug dealer, while also being a drug dealer to make money on the side because she lives in shady side and has very few options. Yes, and yeah. she literally says like it's to uh, it's to get enough money to move out of here. Literally, yeah. yeah. Kate is on a fast track out of this town. Love it. And yeah. um, Simon's just kind of helping as well. Um, a boy runs the halls as they exit the bathroom, dragging a dummy in honor of killing Sarah Fear the Witch. Yeah. He, like, screams about it as as he runs down the halls. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. 
Yeah. Is it like the anniversary of her death or something like that? Or is this no, just something just that happens of, every other week? <laughs> it's just because of, you know, the rumors that every time a shady cider goes crazy, it's Seraphia possessing them. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. So it's been like, oh, Seraphia's been here. The witch is struck again, yeah. Right. So yeah. we drag a dummy through the... I don't know. Kids are stupid. The, yeah, he's a teenage boy, like... Yeah. He's going to do what he's going to do. There's a meeting in the gym next. Apparently there's going to be a candlelight vigil. All football players, cheerleaders, and band members must attend. It is mandatory. Yes, and the incredible cutaway where Kate looks over at Dina, and Dina just, like, does the, like, like shoot, sh- me. shoot me. Yeah. But it's in time with the music that starts playing. There's, like, a gunshot in the track, and she goes, and then Insane in the Membrane starts playing. Insane in the Membrane. Oh, I love Insane it. Insane in the Brain. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's, the cuts and the editing. The editing is, so is phenomenal it's in this movie. so good. It's Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll get to it at the end of the movie when we talk yeah. about like how this movie comes oh, together as a whole. But damn. Uh, so Dana joins the bus of people for the game. She's decided to attend. Um, I don't know if she could do that. I guess she just goes and nobody cares. If it's she's... weird. Yeah, because one of the guys on the bus is like, didn't you quit? And like, yeah, she did quit. So she shouldn't have to go if she's already quit. Well, I think because because um, Kate's refused to give the box of stuff to Sam, that she has to go herself to... Yeah, but when the and they had the meeting in the gym, and he was like, "All like band whatever is mandatory." Mm. She did like the shoot me thing, like oh right, okay. That that forces her to go. Maybe, maybe she said she was going to quit, but she didn't follow through. I mean, people knew that she had quit, though. Like that random football. She might have just. She might have just told people that she was quitting. Maybe. And then didn't actually do it. Yeah, maybe. They're not very clear about that. No. It's kind of like a whatever. She has to go. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Plot demands it. Get on the bus. Literally. Yeah. Um, this is where I know, okay, the music is amazing in this movie because we listen to a rendition of Creep. Yes. As the bus drives off. Well, it's, it's, it is Creep. creep. Yeah. I'm a Because it cuts from um, Insane in the Membrane, which one of the football players is playing on a boombox on the bus. Mm. She puts her headphones in and starts listening to Creep, like a fucking edgelord. It's amazing it's so funny <laughs> the bus drives through town we see a lot of closed stores um there's graffiti across signs um and then yeah that then we're at the football stadium we sort of get we get it, bits of glimpses from shady side and then we go to sunny side sunny vale yeah yeah, sunny, yeah yeah so yeah it's basically just driving home the point that shady side is poor sunny vale is rich yeah because it goes from like dilapidated graffitied broken down stores so these like mansion man- gated mansions yeah and shit like that yeah and then we cut to the football game where they're doing the candlelight vigil um the only people who they mentioned that the only people who attended the vigil are the people who were forced to go yeah which is in the, Sunnyvale. It was literally just the football team and the cheer squad. Nobody else. And up. yeah, football, uh, the cheerleaders, the band squad, and um, you know the officials like the mayor and sheriff. Good. Yeah. And that's like it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was just like, you know, this happens every other week. Fuck it. <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> Dina spots her ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Getting my notes, cozy. my my notes suggest with his new girlfriend. Uh huh. Yeah, she takes a, cas- a cassette from the box, and Sam approaches. Yeah. Oh, Sam was the cheerleader, not the football player. They nice. Straight bait the shit out of the start of this movie, and I love it so much. They straight bait so much. Uh, you thought this bitch was straight? For starters, look at her. <laughs> 
it was so good because I was like, oh, that's a football player. Oh, that must be Sam. <gasps> yeah, He's got a new it girlfriend. It's it's very cleverly shot because, like, when you go back and watch it and you know that Sam is the, the girl, mm. it it really doesn't focus on either of them. No. Like, they're, neither of them are really, like, yeah, like, the way that it's shot in the center or, like, the focus point. Exactly. So, like, if you don't know better, you're going to focus on the guy. Yeah, exactly, because you just assume that everyone's straight until you know otherwise, because people get offended if you assume they're gay. Yeah. Because God forbid you be gay. The straight bait is literally the thing that made me want to watch this movie. Because I saw people, like, on, you know, Tumblr, you know, like... How do they straight bait? Were they complaining about it? Oh, okay. They were rejoicing and, like, giffing the entire sequence, like, ah, they straight baited! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay, okay, now I need to watch this. It's amazing. It's very good. I do kind of wish I'd gone into it blind, but it was still fun. Yes. I still love it. Uh, Dana gives her the box. Mm -hmm. It's a very cool little box as well. It's one of those that's like... It's like a shoe box with stickers and stuff all over it. Yeah, I don't know if it's stickers or whether it's printed to look graffitied. I don't know. It's one of them. It looks very cool. It's a very yeah. 90s box. Very 90s. Yeah. Here's your shit back. Yeah, yeah, here's your shit. Your clothes and your music and your... <laughs> I did that specifically as Dylan was taking a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to kill me, man. It's such a breakup. Okay? <laughs> oh, they're so dramatic. Here's everything you left at my house. It's so funny. Here's the, here's the candy wrapper that you ate once. <laughs> Because I love you, Doc, because I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone, uh, we, we cut now back and forth between the couple having their conversation and the, the candlelight vigil. Everyone at the vigil lights candles in remembrance of the six people who died, while the sheriff, Sheriff Good, gives his speech. Um, the, I noted that this is, yes, the same officer who shot Ryan through the head. Yep. Great shot, by the way. Most mm-hmm. of the time, cops and movies can't shoot for shit. Yeah. It's almost like he's a significant character or something. Does he become a significant character in the other movies? I mean, yeah. Okay, he's good. fairly significant. That's... He's there. Yeah. <laughs> he does some stuff, but not, I wouldn't say significantly in this movie. Not really. Honestly, I think, because I watched them all back to back last night, I think they they're all blurring, blurring together. together <laughs> yeah. Um, we learned that Dana is the one who broke up with Sam, not yes. the other way around, yep. because Sam moved to... Sunnyvale. Which, listen, okay, I love Dina. She's 100% the asshole in this situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. What 16, 17-year-old girl has power over where her parents decide to move to? Yeah, it's not like, yeah, oh, it's so stupid. It's such Dina's a just like, dumb, I'm so mad at you for moving away from me. It's you like, traitor. It's such a dumb teenage breakup. Yes, yes it is. And I love it. And Sam's just like, you broke up with me. Sam's like, pull your fucking head in. (laughs) So what if I'm dating that guy? You broke up with me. It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) This argument started and Anya was like, bitch, to to Sam. And I was like, no. No, no, no. Sit down. We love Sam. Yeah, Um, yeah, they're upset because um, Sam moved. Uh, Dana knows that Sam was ashamed of their relationship, so there was a tension there. Maybe it felt like when Sam moved to the other side of town, it was like, you know, trying to to back out of the relationship. Get away, yeah. Yeah. You know, because we get the impression that maybe Sam is shy or ashamed of the fact that she was in a lesbian relationship with Dana. Yes, that's definitely the the impression that's... And we learn later, it's because of her parents. For sure. 
Because of course. Because it always is. Yeah. No child is naturally ashamed of themselves. It's something imbued on them by their parents. Yeah. Or by or by society in general. Yeah, one hundred percent. The reason that I was shit terrified when I realized I was gay was because of my mother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no other reason for me to be scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be a part of your life. You're like, oh, oh, I like other men. Okay. Sure. All right. (laughs) And that would be it. But you know, it's because you're like, oh no, what if my parents abandon me? Oh my god, I'm gonna go to hell. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn in hell for all eternity and all that shite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could talk about this for fucking days. This would just end up being another day then. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that was such a long conversation. Mm. Just about what, what a shit movie as well. It's, it's, I keep on telling people it's two and a half hours of us complaining, and it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it is a very funny episode to listen to, though. Um, her, new be- uh, her new boyfriend, Sam's new boyfriend, is called Peter. Mm-hmm. So we do learn his name as well. And Peter's kind of an asshole. He's a raging asshole. He's like... He's so kind of about it. He's a dick <laughs> he's he's the alpha man you know yeah. the man who runs around yelling i'm an alpha yeah yeah instead of just being a good human being just like shitty aggressive wants to fight everything all yeah. the time like just the worst like stereotypes of yeah. like the popular of like high masculine men or yeah. whatever like that. Ugh, it's so stupid anyway peter says they should burn down shitty side yeah. so we're, again we're flitting back and forth between the argument between sam and Dina, which they're having in private yeah in like a, what looks like a fucking alleyway i don't know where this alleyway is it'll be off on campus somewhere i assume i assume so. yeah and the candlelight vigil so at the vigil yeah peter's talking about how they should just burn down shitty side because that's where all the serial killers come from there's a confrontation which begins to escalate as dina and sam's argument also begins to escalate on the other side they're yelling at each other about their relationship and how they broke up and everything like that um and also it's very funny listening to americans talk about how there isn't a countrywide problem with unprovoked murder i never picked up on that it's just i a little bit of amusement on my yeah. behalf. Suspicion to disbelief. This is like alternate universe America where this right. kind of thing doesn't happen every single day. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are privileged and we live in New Zealand where luckily there are very few, not none, but there are very few of this sort of mm-hmm. events. Yeah. So, you know, looking at Americans, we're, here in New Zealand, we're all just like, just stop handing out guns just to everyone. Away. <laughs> But we come from a place of privilege, so... Put them up <laughs> the, the same... shelf where you can't reach them. Yes. But at the same time, it's very funny to listen to Americans talk about how, like, we'll burn down the shitty side and then there won't be any serial killers. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> the other thing I find fun about this movie as well is they're constantly saying serial killers. Technically, they're not serial killers. Technically, they're mass murderers. Because they all do their killing in the span of, like, one night. And oh, yeah, true. Out, and to do a serial no killer, it has to have, like, a certain period of time, right? And like, there has to be a pattern. There have to be connecting, uh, connecting um, as opposed traits to, between the victims. Right. Like, like um, you know, men who only attack prostitutes or whatever like that. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. So or that like, makes you a serial yeah. killer. Like, if you killed, like, ten people over ten years, you're yeah. a serial killer. There's literally a time span. Like, it's – I can't remember what it is, but, like, there is a specific time span that your kills have to fit into in order for you to be labeled as a serial killer. Otherwise, oh. you're just a mass murderer. Interesting. So the difference between serial killer and, for want of a better term, going postal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so the crowd breaks out into a fight. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Lovely remembrance, everyone. Let's yeah. have a punch up. Yep. 
Um, Kate gets elbowed in the face. And then we immediately cut back. Oh, it's such a good cut again. And they all seem to be Kate's cuts as well. Like, yes. She has yeah. great fucking editing around like her. Because it's just like a throwaway. Like, she's not even really in the fight. She, I think she's, she's yelling scre- at people. To she's like yelling at someone. Out and somebody and like. catches an elbow in the face. And you get the impact in her head throwing back. And then it just hard cuts to her holding yes. an ice pack. Rocking up everybody on the bus on the way back to Shady Side. Absolutely, yeah. The cut happens with the elbow in the face, so it's it feels like so. Well it done. feels like the elbow in the face is like such an impact. It cut to the next scene. <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels like. It's so good, and yeah, it's so funny as well watching that impact. And then she's just standing there with a bag of ice against her face, screaming, screaming, like, screaming about those guys. Like, yeah, oh god, screaming about how Sunnyvale's uh, the people in Sunnyvale are pieces of shit and all yeah. that kind of crap. Kill those Sunnyvale assholes. Yeah. Um, yell about the rich side of town, treating them like trash. Um, and I said, sister, what's new? Like, the rich are always going to treat the poor like shit. Yeah. This is this is pretty extreme. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Not not by much. Also, not the first time this sort of stuff has happened. No. Which is, which you can really, like, their anger is palpable. Mm. Like, Simon and Kate whip those kids up into a frenzy on their bus. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and all yeah. the kids are, like, chanting for the death of the Sunny Sunnyvale yeah. kids. When I say shady, you say side. Shady. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh. a pause. I was like, oh, no. was I meant to talk? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they decide they're going to kill the Sunnyside preps. Uh, Dina turns to notice a car following the bus, uh, which starts to honk at them. It's a very cool beamer. It's not relevant. But it's, it's Sunnyvale kids. They're throwing bottles and shit at the bus. Yep. They're just throwing stuff at the bus. Sam in the front seat looks sort of upset. She's yep. asking Peter to stop because it's Peter who's driving. There's another guy behind him and Sam's in the passenger seat. Yep. Uh, they open the bus rear exit and Dana throws a water barrel like a cooler full of, like, like yeah. it looks like it's full of, like, cordial or something. Probably, yeah. yeah. Cordial or Gatorade or yeah. whatever. Um, I don't think she even means to throw it out. She gets... she Well, they they go to, because obviously, like, her and Kate are holding it, and they're going, one, two, and Kate's like, are you sure this is a good idea? And Dina's, like, angry lesbian staring down her girlfriend. Yes. Um, And then, yeah, she gets the nosebleed, and her grip slips. Yes, her nose starts bleeding, yeah. and the barrel slips out of her fingers, mm-hmm. and it hits the car and so i think maybe they just wanted to like tip it out onto the car not actually throw not actually throw it yeah yeah but the car ends up crashing into the woods um sam wakes up in the car peter and the other kid are also they seem to be okay they're talking (laughs) are you alive (laughs) that line cracks me up like Like they're gonna go no no (laughs) (laughs) sam crawls out of the car her nose starts bleeding Mm -hmm. Um, I understand why Sam's nose starts bleeding. I don't get why Dana's nose bleeds. Or is that something that comes up later? In, like, part two or three? It comes up later. It's not... Like, it's a blink and you miss it kind of line. Right, okay. Um, it's not spoilers to say, I don't think. Basically, it happens whenever the witch is nearby. Oh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, she sudden... So, uh, Sam's crawling out, her nose starts bleeding, and she suddenly has flashes of the witch being hung... Hung... Uh, before she's interrupted by Dana, mm-hmm. who's run over to check on her. Dana checks that she's all right, and Sam asks if she saw what Sam just saw. Yeah. Uh, Kate and Simon arrive. Sam starts spitting up blood. <laughs> <laughs> Simon is so funny. He's like, how many, how many fingers am I holding up? Sam's like, 
three. He's like, see, she's fine. And she immediately coughs blood up all over him. Yeah. Coughs blood all over onto, yeah. onto his white shirt. Yeah. We then cut to the police and an ambulance as Sam is loaded in. The cop interrogates Dina about the crash and the other kids as well from both schools, mm-hmm. Sunny, Sunnyvale and Shadyside. Yeah. And they all say exactly the same thing. Except for Simon. Except for Simon, who is, yes, who says, suck it, pig. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else is just like, Simon's oh, we don't know what correct. happened. They just lost control of the car. Mm-hmm. And like, it cuts to like 30 different people and they all say exactly the same thing, including Kate and Dina mm-hmm. and Peter and the other guy who was in the car. Yeah. So I love that, you know, Shady Side and Sunny Vale hate each other. But everyone hates the cops. Everyone equally <laughs> hates the cops, yes. Yeah, Simon just says, suck it, pig. I think he gives him the finger as well. I can't, maybe. I can't remember exactly. I just like the... The the tone. The tone was amazing. The emphasis and the... He means every syllable. Oh, yeah, so good. The officer gives Dana his number. Um, Peter confronts Dina... Um, <laughs> That's right. Peter confronts Dina uh, about the fact that his car is now wrecked. Mm-hmm. Daddy will buy you a new one. Exactly. Which is true. He threatens her, but plays nice for the cop. Because, like, he's, like, threatening her. And yeah. He sees, he sees Sheriff Good standing behind her. Sort so of looking over at them, yeah. Looking over at them. So he gives her a hug and is like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's nice. In case we weren't aware that Peter was a fucking sociopath. Yeah, now we just, know. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, but he might be all talk and no, no action. Quite possibly, but he was chasing down a bus and throwing shit at it, so... Yeah, but that's just stupid teenager shit. I mean, yeah. I feel like you have to have a certain level of legit aggression to actually get to that to point and follow through with it. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the soil, we get a quick look at the soil around the wrecked car. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's red as well. All the red moss. All yeah. the red red moss or... Uh, was it the moss or was it's it soil? Moss. It's moss. The actual moss was... Yep. Okay, love that. We hear whispers and suddenly a flash of someone screaming. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. Like, blink and you miss it. Yeah. Love that. I assume that was Seraphia. I'd I assume so. so. Yeah. Um, back at home, Dina is woken by Josh. She's going to be in trouble with their dad because the cops have called them at work, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sheriff Good has followed up about the accident and now Dana's in trouble. Yeah. We don't actually meet Dad during this movie. No, he doesn't exist. At all? No, he does, but, like, on screen he doesn't exist. In any of these movies? No. Oh, that's cool! I kind of like that. It's very very 90s cartoon. Yeah. Because, like, in the 90s cartoons you never saw the parents, or if you did it was only, like, up to their shins. Yeah. Um, There is something in 1666 which could imply... At, at the very least, what their dad looks like, but I don't think it's supposed to. I think it's just... Anyway, it's hard to explain without having seen it, so... Right. We'll, yeah. we'll tackle that when we yeah. get to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Dina cleans up the lounge again, so it looks like dad, dad is a heavy drinker. Yep. Um, reveals, and as the news reveals, Ryan as the new killer. Yeah. The, the skull-faced screen killer of them all his name has been released his name has been released to the public dina calls the hospital to check on sam uh the doorbell rings uh it's so she goes to answer it while also talking on the phone um it's sam's mum who tells her to stop ruining sam's life yes we start to think that maybe yeah this could have been 
part of the problem. Yes, it's it's quite possible that Sam's mum may in fact be a homophobe. <laughs> I was going to say a disgusting bigot, but yes. Uh, yes, that, that yeah, too. Yeah. Um, all of the above. Yeah. Uh, Dana checks the front door, but there's no one there. Josh, uh, distracted by gaming and loud music, didn't hear the door knocking at all. Uh, He's listening to Rob Zombie and playing Castlevania. I'm sorry, but this is very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my identity. It's so good. <laughs> it's very good. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Bedina spots a figure down the road dressed in the same costume Ryan was wearing when he committed his murders in the mall. So mm-hmm. we've got skull-faced screen killer yep. across the hall, uh, across the road. Dana. It's very Halloween. Yes. Yeah. He's doing that, you know, Homer Simpson into the bush there. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Dana thinks it's Peter, mm-hmm. yells at him, and goes back inside. Yeah. He's like, come and do something then, you pussy, or yeah. something like that. Dana's a hard bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Before going back inside, Josh and Dina get ready for dinner when she sees the figure brandishing a bloody knife outside the window. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, might be time to run or do something about it. Or be Dina. Or be and Dina. do what Dina does. Because Dina grabs a knife yeah. from the kitchen block. And goes outside. And, and heads outside. Yeah. Um, Hi, bitch. But the figure's gone. Yeah. They're not there anymore. Um, Kate is uh, enlisting her little sisters. I don't I, know I if don't... she's babysitting. I don't yeah, think I think, I think we learn later that she's babysitting. Yeah. I thought it was her little sisters. It's like two twins. They're twins. Twin, twin girls. Yeah. Twin girls. She sets them down at like a dining room table, yeah. gives them baggies and a whole lot of drugs, and says, "You know, put this amount of these ones yeah, into these two bags. Of these, two of these don't in here. have any because they'll make your little hearts explode." That's right. She she leaves into it. She like she puts all the drugs on the table. She's like, "Put some of these in here, and some of these in here, and some of these in here." Yeah. And then you know, I'll give you, I'll let you eat ice cream or something like that. I'll let you. I think she says, "I'll let you watch something with me." I can't remember what she something says, like. That. And then yeah. she goes to walk away, and then she turns around again. She's like, "Oh, and don't eat these. They'll make you." They make your little heart stop and you'll choke on your own vomit and everyone will be, oh, so super sad. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kate so fucking much. Have I said that already? Because holy shit. Just that quote as well. Everyone will be, oh, so super sad. The and dialogue? she says it so dryly. Yeah. The dialogue in this, these movies is so good. It's so... Yeah. It's like such a homage to those old slasher yeah. movies and while also being fresh. It's well written and well acted. Yes. So it's like... Oh, just oh, no, 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 no. It's so good. Simon is watching TV. He's watching some sort of shark movie. Kate grabs him to sort laundry. And I was like, wait, are they related? I was trying to figure out the relationship Simon has to this. When I first watched it, watched it I thought they were dating. Yes. Um, they're not. I believe they're just like really, really close childhood friends, I think. Because I was like, I was like, is he related to Kate or is he dating Kate or is yeah. he the gay best friend? But I don't think he's any of those. I <laughs> think he's definitely just... not the gay best friend. No, because later on he talks about how hot one, Ruby of, the, Lane is, one yeah. of the killers is. Um, <laughs> he's not wrong. But yeah, no, I'm not sure. I think because there's, there's a throwaway line at some point about how he is supporting his entire family. Yes. I feel like he and Kate are in very similar boats. And they're just... They've just grown close together. Yeah. There's no kind of, like, romantic anything between the two of them on either side. There isn't, and there is. Like, some of their interactions feel very, like, these two have been a couple for a long time. I know. It feels like when you and I say flirty things to each other at work, you know, it's just friends kind being of, stupid. Kind of, yeah. As opposed to, like, actual That's just romantic like attraction. over-the-top gay, though. Yeah, hey, true. man. Hey, man. I but love like, you. <laughs> 
because they're in in this thing. There's like a it, the the thing with the shirt. Yeah, he's still wearing um, the bloody shirt from yes. the accident. Um, he yeah, Kate tells him to do the laundry, so yeah. he takes off his shirt and then starts doing the laundry. Yeah. Um, Kate answers a call from Dina, and then this is where we learn that she lives literally across the road. They can see each other. Yeah. From the window. So this is yeah, because this isn't where I don't think this is where Kate and Simon live. Wait, is it? Yes, it must be because they're doing laundry. Unless it's just one of the tasks she has to do as a babysitter, because I know some babysitters have to do like laundry and stuff like that. That's bullshit. It is, That's but they do. That's a job description. <laughs> it's just to what the fuck? <laughs> watch the children. It's an extra charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dina tells her about Peter in the mask. Mm. Um, Kate hangs up, but promises to call back. Yep. She's just like, I'll call you right back. I'll be back in a second. There's a crash at Kate's house. Um, yeah, this is where I put, wait, are Simon and Kate dating then? And, uh, no. Because she walks in and he's still shirtless and she's like, gross, put a shirt on. And yeah. he's like, make up your mind, woman. <laughs> like, they yes. talk to each other like they've been together forever. I think that, that I think they, this is like childhood not, friends that have just I think grown, they are, yeah. Grown up together and like, just understand each a, other. Like, we're not childhood friends, but if I walked into a room and saw Cam without a shirt on, I'd be like, fucking disgusting. <laughs> put it away. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Simon does remind me of Cam a little bit, to be fair. A, a little, yeah, kind of. Yeah. They're both kind of like the jovial, jokey yeah. type. Um, Simon and Kate um, check to see what the broken broken sound was. Uh, it it was the front door. The front door is like kicked in. Yeah. Skull Mask Killer is in the lounge looking for something. He's kind of like scrounging through the piles of laundry. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that's fucking about. Simon pulls her back. And when they check again, the masked figure is gone. Yeah. Just gone. Again, hard bitch. Kate goes to, like, confront him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And Simon and pulls Simon... her back, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> that is a man with a knife. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> um, they go to the back door, which is now open. Um, Simon finds his bloodied shirt now sort of ripped a bit. Mm-hmm. It's ripped and torn. Kate drops her... Uh, I put her sisters, but she drops her babysitting children at the neighbor's her wards yeah at the neighbor's house her neighbor miss lane yep (laughs) who i love oh is this miss lane from later is this the lady who survived the camp no that's c berman oh right okay i got the names mixed up okay yeah no this is just a lady who lives next door who's very happy to have the children however you might know that one of the killer's names is ruby lane yes so we assume this is her Mm mum yeah okay which will explain why she's so excited to like babysit children. Because... She, she's she looks a little weird. Yeah, she looks like the weird old lady who lives on her own and but people seems... kind of avoid. But she seems nice enough. She seems harmless. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, love that Simon is again wearing the bloody shirt. Yeah, he, he just put it back. He on. just puts it back on. Yeah, he's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, definitely straight. Yeah. Oh yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Uh, Simon, Kate, Josh, and Dina talk about the break-in. Um, they mention the killer going through the laundry. They decide that Sam and Peter are the problem. Mm-hmm. And the group leaves. Because they think that, obviously, that Peter was is Skullface. Yes. Yeah. So they're, like, so they're right. going to go and confront Sam and be like, make him pull his head in. Yeah, they're going to go tell Sam to make his boyfriend zip his shit. Yeah. Um, they arrive at the hospital. Visiting hours are over with a very disinterested fucking receptionist lady. Yeah. It's just like, what do you want? Yeah. They're like, I'm here Fill to- Fill this form out. Visiting hours ended at nine. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kate, MVP. 
Yeah, Kate Waddle, uh, not Waddles. Waddles? <laughs> so, that bitch does not waddle. That, that, that she strides. Saunter. That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. Kate saunters over and asks for Nurse Betty. Yeah. Tell Nurse Betty she has a patient. Yeah, exactly. And the it. look that the um, woman gives her, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then I immediately caught on. I was like, oh, this is the nurse that provides her with all the drugs. Yep. <laughs> this is how Kate gets all of her drugs. Yeah. Uh, Betty takes Dina to see Sam. His um, name is Eddie. His name is Eddie. And but he's written a he's B written a at B the beginning of, of his name tag. And B. he's the best. And also, uh, Your Woman by White Town starts playing. And it's one of my favorite songs. Also love his bright pink scrubs. Yes. Amazing. Betty's the best. And he's wearing like a little bit of like eye makeup. Is he? Did you notice that? No, it's I didn't like notice a little, that. a little bit. Like, if you don't look too closely, you probably wouldn't notice. I completely missed that. A little bit of eyeliner. Yeah. I love it. But he's got style. But he does have style. He's got style. He's got grace. <laughs> he's he's completely lady. disinterested in everything all the time. Yes. Yeah. Except for Kate, because they're besties. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Betty takes Dina to see Sam. She tells her that Peter is messing with them. And Sam says that Peter has been with her the entire time. Yeah. So it can't have been Peter that was fucking with them. Kate asks for some cash for the vending machine, but Josh can just rig the machine, apparently. Yeah, he knows the hacks to just make the machine spit all of its candy out. It presses, like, four buttons and all of the coils yeah. start spinning. To be fair, they're like, there's got to be something like that in those machines. Like, there some kind of thing to, that you can empty it out easily. And it would be, like, a safety thing as well, right? Yeah. Like, you have to have a way to disengage the, yeah. the coils. I feel like it makes sense that this is something he would have just found out about on the internet in the 90s. Yes. If this was on the internet today, every single vending machine would have like fail safes against it. Yeah, and it would have, you know, every machine has a different number or yeah. blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, Sam and Dina argue about whose fault, who's at fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam says Dina is just going to end up like her drunk dad. That was rough. Which is a low blow. That was real brutal. That's a low blow, yeah. Sam. I love you, honey. Love but Sam. Low being blow. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam says she never wants to see Dana again. Yeah. It's very, very dramatic. Yeah. We then hear a slash immediately. Yeah. We just hear. <laughs> yep. And you're like, oh, oh, what's that? Uh, Peter has been slashed. Yeah. So in case you thought that it was Peter, guess what? He's first dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's officially outies. Yeah. The killer attacks Sam and Dana. Uh, Josh tells them online they can trade hacks. This is this is uh, him explaining how he managed to rig the vending machine. Yeah. Once again, it's cutting back and forth. Yeah, cutting yeah. back and forth between between one group and the other. Yeah. Um, so Josh tells Kate that, you know, he learned this hack online. They they trade different hacks for various things, and that's mm. how he knows. And Simon goes, <laughs> nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I relate to Simon so deeply. I really like Simon. I am a nerd, which makes it funnier when I do it. Yeah. Josh tries to flirt with Kate. Tries. In his way. In his little way. It's less trying to flirt and more, I think, like word vomit. Like he didn't mean to say it. Yes. And it just, it it didn't know what else to say. Yeah. Kate was explaining how she wants to get out of town. and And he's like, maybe we could live together. Or he said, take me with you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then Simon just goes, <laughs> In front of both of them, like yes. dead eye and Josh. Simon has no shame. Simon's just like, I'm going to tell you what how it is. Yeah. So good. But they hear screaming. Yes. Uh, Dana and Sam 
run past them and tell Sprinting them to, la- to run. Run! Run! <laughs> Did they get back together? <laughs> <laughs> but they, they don't wait for them. Sam and Dana are just gone. Yep. They're just like, run! As they flee. I love how this part is done. I just, there's something about it that gets me. Josh, Simon, and Kate head for the ambulance. Dana and Sam hear a commotion and see the killer at the exit. They hide and find the receptionist's body. One thing to note about when Sam and Dina went sprinting past is that two seconds later, the killer did give chase mm. to them. Yes. Completely just blew past the other three. Yes. He yeah. runs past them. Yeah. Specifically after Sam and Dina. Yeah. So you're sort of like, oh. They still scream and panic and run. Yes. As you would. As you would. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know that killer might suddenly turn around and just be like, oh, you're standing still. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, hang on. Sam and Dana ran past the others. So how did the others get to the exit first? Movie magic. Movie, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. Sam and Dana ran like full pelt past them and the others also, made it yeah. to an ambulance before Sam and Dana made it to the exit. I think Sam and Dina, they get caught up in the reception hiding because they find the lady who was on the front desk has been killed. But then how did the others get out? Did they just go through a different exit? Quite possibly because they all ran off in different directions. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Betty walks in. Oh, Betty. Poor Betty. Poor Betty. So, so we've got, we got Sam and Dina hiding in, uh, under the counter with the body of the receptionist. Yeah. While the killer's sort of um, slinking around. Yeah. Um, Betty walks in and talks to the killer who then just stabs him. <laughs> hey, you night. can't wear that mask in here. You know what else I can't do, but I'm going to do anyway. Stab you yeah. up through the chin. Oh, it's brutal. It's At this nice. point, Anya was like, oh my god, this is so like, like the murder scenes are so visceral. Yes. And I was like, I just you wait. Yes. This is nowhere my near god. the worst death in this movie. No. Um, so Betty collapses the floor, obviously, and as the killer's removing his knife, he sees Sam and Dana. They run and manage to fight off the killer. Dana sees the killer is Ryan, that she manages to knock his mask off, um, who was shot dead. He's still got the hole in his head. Still got the hole in his head, yep. Uh, they make it to the ambulance and drive away, and I was like, ah, we're dealing with some supernatural shit. Love it. we are. At, at jail, we see the mall janitor who's been arrested for Martin. alleged graffiti in oh, the mall he was cleaning. <laughs> Poor Martin. And he's sassing the shit out of the sheriff, and the sheriff is sassing the shit out of him right back. Yeah. He's just like, why the hell would I graffiti... My own place of work. My he's own like, place of work. Martin is swearing up and down that the spray cans that Sheriff Good has are not his. And yes. Sheriff Good is like, no, Martin, you're right. These are my spray cans. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so good. They're sassing each other yeah. the entire time. You can tell that this is a recurring thing. Yeah, absolutely. Which is very gross, obviously, yes, it's, because Martin it's very is a black sad. man. Yes. Yeah. Martin but is a black man being held down by the sheriff. He's a bit of a caricature of a black man, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. It's, it plays for comedy very well. It does, yeah. Because both of them kind of look stupid in this scene. Yeah, they do. So it's great. Yeah. Um... Sam and Dina are trying to explain to another cop, an unnamed cop. Kapinski. He has a name. Is it his name tag? 
Is on. Oh, okay. Yes, but he also appears very briefly in the second movie. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're trying to explain to this cop about the attack and the fact that it was Ryan who did it. Um, the others are waiting outside with the stolen ambulance. <laughs> Love it. Hiding in plain sight like Ted Bundy. That, that's says right. Josh, the fucking nerd. Yeah, Josh is just like, because they're just like, maybe we should move. We are in a stolen ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh is just like, no, we hide in plain sight. We'll be fine. We'd, like Bundy. And then Kate is like, didn't he get caught? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, but... No, but, but yeah, but... but yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Simon leaves to go pee, and I just put, going to die? Question <laughs> mark. Because it's always just like, I'm just going to go off on my own for a second. Maybe someone wanders off, you know. Yeah. Josh tells Kate he knows about serial killers and starts describing, you know, the shady side killers. Sam and Dana... Um, tell Sheriff Good now. Mm. They've escalated it. They've Karen'd it all the way to management. <laughs> <laughs> they put their Karen pants on. Yeah, and they're just yeah. like, let me speak to your manager. No. And Sheriff Good came over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they explained that they saw Ryan's face. It's not like mm. they think it's Ryan. It's not they that he. they were wearing the him. same costume. Yeah. It's It was Ryan. Yes. He had a hole in his head. Yeah. And he wasn't looking yeah. quite all right. Sheriff Good pushes, like, a photo of dead Ryan over, like, this Ryan Torres. And they're like, yes, <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but this is yes. literally what we saw. He slides the photo over, which must be, like, a crime scene photo or something yeah. like that, of Ryan's body. Probably still it on was, top of poor yeah, Heather. <laughs> it was a close-up of, like, Ryan's face with a gunshot wound. Yeah. Yeah. And a, in like, a puddle of blood. What I find funny about the scene is that they failed to, like, it's it's obviously not going to matter either way, but, like, yeah, he even had that hole in his head. They don't say that. No. It's like, yeah, that, yeah, we know. That's, that's him. That's yeah, beautiful. that's him. I know. He was shot dead, yeah. but he also tried to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he mocks them with, you know, talk about zombies, you know, you know, I have to worry about zombies more like now. Evil Dead or Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Such a dick. He's such a dick about it. <laughs> but they're interrupted by a call from the hospital. Yes. Saying that, you know, a couple of people are dead. Yeah. Well, he sounded worked up, says Kapinski. Yeah. I do like, though, that um, they kind of give Sheriff Good a pass for being a dick here because he does say like we've had so many prank calls so yes. many false alarms because people are like hyped up on the fact that there's been another witch killing yeah. the legend of the witch persists just further driving home that a lot of this happens so often that people just don't really yeah. take it seriously not even the cops are taking it seriously yeah. anymore um, they only take it seriously after it's happened yeah which is such a sh- which is such a common thing like oh yeah yeah no no that's nothing to worry about oh 12 people are dead oh yeah, yeah. we should have worried about there's that there's literally nothing that we can do until something happens like, yeah okay well then what good are you yeah what good are you if you're only there you're as good as captain hindsight yeah like come on yeah <sighs> simon is peeing yeah he is as the cop car drives past yeah. i love that he keeps peeing like as he tries to fluster his his it's junk gross. back into his pants. He's it's a gross very funny. Boy. It's very funny yeah. though, because the cops are obviously going to investigate the yeah. hospital. The, the 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 cop pulls out of the driveway right next to where Simon is peeing, and the the siren starts to go, and it like startles him. It's like oh fuck! And he's yeah. still peeing he's as he's trying peeing. to tuck everything it's away. So disgusting. <laughs> it's so funny though. Foul. I love it. Um, and then we see something down the road. It looks like some sort of figure crouched in the road, and we hear a girl singing. Mm-hmm. Dina smacks the officer in the face for not she, believing like, them. She, like, fully attacks and has, like, a little yeah. meltdown. You're supposed to protect us! Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, she's going to take his, like, keys and they're going to, like, nick a cop car or something like that. Um, and the cop throws them out of the police station. Um, 
Simon heads over to the girl mm-hmm. who is upset or in duress or something like that. She doesn't look great. She doesn't she, look like she's having a good time. No. She's dressed rather pro- provocatively as well. She's got like a mini skirt and quite a low cut top. As he keeps saying from this point forward, yes. she's hot. She, uh, she's sure. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's so hot. I don't know. If I think I was going to date one of them, it would be Kate. Because Kate... Out of the, like, yeah, but if you had to pick one of the, the killers... Oh, but there's guys in the killers. Yeah. I could date one of the guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you had to pick one of the killers... Oh, I don't know. We know... Uh, maybe at the end of the third movie, we'll pick our serial killer That we would date. Okay. <laughs> I'm already picking Ruby Lane. <laughs> well, you've seen all three. That's not fair. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not Why not Sarah Fear? I, you know what? Actually, I do like Sarah Fear. Anyway. Anyway, we'll, we'll tackle that in yeah. episode three of this. Yeah. Um, Simon heads over to the girl who pill, pulls what I thought was a switchblade, but it's actually a razor blade. Yes. Pulls a razor blade and cuts his heel One by of the those, looks of it. Like old timey, like Sweeney Todd shaving yes. things. Yeah. 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 She, I, I, fully I thought, thought she, she was going to hamstring him. Yeah. Oh, which I hate. I hate but in movies I know, when they do that. but she gets the front of his shin, I believe. I th- yeah, yeah. It, it must have been, because he runs around for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's so. fine. Yeah. Sam and Dina meet up with Josh and Kate. Um, Dina took the cop's gun, not his yeah, keys. Yeah, she fucking did. <laughs> I saw <laughs> Kate. Oh. Oh, it's so Kate good. Kate is so right or die. Sam is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You took the cop's gun. And Kate is like, fuck yeah, Dina, get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, well, we need something to protect ourselves. Yeah, they didn't believe us, so we have to do something. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to use the gun to protect us. I'll use it. Yeah. Uh, we watch as Simon is attacked by the girl. Uh, and attacked, attacked. Attacked, attacked. Yeah. Like, in the middle of the road, she is on top of him trying to stab him with a razor yeah, blade. Yeah, she she manages to slice the side of his neck. Yes. Yeah. And is going in for the full jugular next. Yeah. But she is suddenly shot through the head. Yeah. Love it. By uh, apparently did I shot Dina. Yeah, it's from like down the road. Yeah, it's, a, it's not close by. Yeah. It's not close by and shot her full through the face. Yeah. And the, obviously um, the, the woman falls off, the singing, yep. gu- singing girl falls off um, and they all run. Yeah. But Sam notices that the girl sits back up as the hole in her head heals itself and she starts singing again. Yeah. Love it. And I was like, oh. This is like Scream if Scream was supernatural. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And if there was like a multitude of different killers. Yes. I mean, there's always two in Scream. That's true. That is true. You always have at least two But it's always the one sort of like monster quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's always one Scream. Yeah. As opposed to this where where we've already seen Skullface, Ryan, and now we have a razor blade wielding woman who sings ruby lane is so ruby hot. lane we haven't learned her name yet but yes ruby lane is right she, she's so hot <laughs> they head back to the house um they talk about the girl's black blood the mm-hmm. fact that she she bled black and undead nature just generally undead nature yeah yeah uh just simon mentions tendency, you know? yeah <laughs> that little quirk she yeah. has. Oh, she's so quirky she's undead she's so quirky <laughs> Simon mentions the razor blade, and Josh asks if she was singing. Like um, oldie song. And asks if her ri- if her wrists were slashed as yeah. well. Uh, Josh knows the girl. She was a previous so- psycho from the 60s. She was a serial killer from the 60s. Yeah. The previous killers are coming back. Love yeah. this. Josh was describing 
Ruby Lane's deal and how she went crazy and killed eight of her friends and then slashed, slashed her own wrists. Yes. Yeah, and Kate was like, why didn't I see this in the news? And Josh was like, because it happened 30 fucking years ago. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. is 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, so there isn't going to be, I love the fact that there isn't going to be one killer. There's going to be many killers. There's so many. And I was like, oh, that really ups the ante. When you go, mm-hmm. when you go, oh yeah, yeah, we, we, we've got one skull face killer. You're like, oh, okay, sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. And now they're just like, oh no, every psycho killer that has been here since 1666 is now after you. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> That's like, like you, you self-insert in these situations. And if it was just like skull mask, you'd be like, I could, de- I could probably deal I with that. I could probably that. deal with him. Smash his but face then you in start to bring in the supernatural stuff, they can't die, and there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's, oh, shit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a posse of serial killers posse. after you. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, amazing. Are they BFFs? So we learn about the serial killers now. The first killer was in 1666, a priest who killed kids and took out their eyes, apparently. Cyrus Miller. Cyrus Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam leaves and spits up blood into the kitchen sink. As you do. Always a good sign. Yeah. You know. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's 100% fine. Yeah. It's it's okay. Simon said she's fine. She's yeah, it's fine. Simon, Simon said she's fine. <laughs> Medical professional Simon. We get a little um, Sam and Dana reconnect with each other. Josh says, <laughs> "Yeah, this movie's real gay." <laughs> yeah, this movie's so gay. <laughs> um, Josh says it's the witch Sa- uh, Sarah Fear possessing people to take revenge on the town. Before the witch's final breath, she found a way to cheat out death. By cutting off her cursed hand, she kept her grip upon our land. She reaches out from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves, etc., etc. Yeah. So now we, I love that they're adding on to this mm-hmm. rhyme as well, giving you a little bit more to to chew on. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So good. Because that's, that's definitely the kind of thing that happens if there's like a turn of phrase that people are familiar with. Like you cut it down. Yeah. You cut it down from, like, 18 paragraphs to, like, yeah. one. That's how you get, like, common phrases. Like, blood is thicker than water is, like, a watered, like, a cut-down version of the mm. original. Was it, like, the blood of the um, blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb or something? Yeah, so we actually reverse the meaning on that yeah. as well, which is yeah. very funny. Yeah. So we cut it down and then completely misunderstood its meaning. Yeah. But it's, like, <laughs> working backwards from that, which I think is quite cool. Yes. Yeah. Um. But this is different because the killers are dead. Yeah. So this is great. They big dead. They big dead. All the killers are dead and now after them. Yeah. Um, Sam says it's because she saw Seraphia. Yeah. That's what she thinks. Um, the group heads to the woods. Um, something is following them. We see a very quick glimpse of like a shadowy figure walks past the camera or mm-hmm. something like that as they're heading into the woods. They find a skull by the wreck of Peter's car. Sam replays what happened when she saw the witch. She's just like, well, I crawled out of the car and I was sitting here and then, you know, this happened. And she finds some chains in the soil um, as well as the bones of a body. I found this very funny because this bitch has been buried for 300 years and she was like 10 centimeters under the ground. I thought that was a bit naff as well. Yeah. I was like, you're just below the They moss. just like lifted some moss and immediately found her. Like, yeah. She wasn't even underground. No. Yeah. And I'm like, in 300 years, some soil may have moved on top of you. May have. Just say. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, I put possibly the body of Sarah Fear, which it definitely is. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, immediately because I've been watching a lot of Supernatural lately I was like salt and burn salt and burn <laughs> <laughs> oh Supernatural I love Supernatural I bet you do it's it's, it's not just because the guys are hot okay uh-huh, sure <laughs> it's really well written <laughs> it's, 
It's, it's not. It's kind of corny. Yeah, you can say a lot about Supernatural, but you cannot say that it's well written. It's well enough written. Up until about season five, yeah. It's because it, that was when it was meant to end. Yeah, and then they got a whole new writer's room after that, and that's yeah. where it all started going downhill. I still like it, okay? Okay. And it's not just because it's got hot, hunky men who often have their shirts off. But that's a big part of it, though. But that is a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's so, like why half the reason I love this movie so much is because it's so gay. Mm. Look. But it's also good, so. Yeah, it is also a good movie. Josh says the the henchmen are after them. So all the previous killers that Sam, Sarah, Fear had possessed. Yep are now after them. She's risen them from their graves to track down them yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Because uh, Sam had the audacity to accidentally have a vision of her, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Like the audacity. Yeah. Uh, Simon suggests putting Sarah... Oh, that's right. The... Simon suggests putting Sarah to rest to um, avoid her wrath. Like in Poltergeist. Like, like, yeah, exactly like in Poltergeist. Like, which yeah. is what he says. He says it, yeah. 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 Um, Sam's nose starts bleeding, and when she grabs one of the bones, she has flashes of Sarah's death again, now a bit more than the first time. Um, and Sarah calling out, it's you. Yes. Which... It's even, for someone like me who's seen this movie 5,000 times, it's well done, because even I still can't make heads or tails of what's going on in those visions. No, not for sure. You get glimpses of what looks like a body being dragged, what looks like Sarah Fair probably being dragged through the woods. Yeah, like, like obviously I know, like, the context. Yes. But, like... It flashes so quickly. So quick, yeah. Um, The group dig up Sarah's body, while Josh keeps watch, he sees something in the woods... Um, the group buries the body and apologizes. It's Simon. Was it Simon? Simon. I think it's Simon. And he goes, we're sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, An axe. Did it work? Yeah. Did it work? No, because an axe wielding murderer runs at Josh, but the killer runs straight past him, seemingly aiming for Sam. Mm -hmm. So now we have a target. Yeah. um, Who has another flash before being grabbed by Dina. Yeah. And Dina's just like, Sam, move! Yeah. <laughs> this, sk- is, this is the Camp Nightwing killer. Is it? This is the, the killer. on his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is definitely Friday the 13th. Yes. 1,000%. It's our Friday the 13th killer. Yes. Yeah. Um, they escape in the ambulance. Sam says they're coming. They're not coming for them. They're coming for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one who disturbed the grave. Skull Mask was following Sam's trail. Um, following Sam's blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how the others ended up getting involved because yes. Simon, because Sam threw up or coughed blood onto Simon's shirt. As he so eloquently puts it, puked period. <laughs> He's foul. But I love him. He's the best. He's amazing. He's disgusting. And I love him for it. This is, this he can't like the, the, I swear to god the only reason I love him so much is because he reminds me of Cam every single day yeah. I Cam I can't fucking stand him <laughs> <laughs> I love Cam he's amazing he's, he always makes me laugh yeah Wondering he's the best. His, his little bucket hat but he glasses. sucks that bucket hat <laughs> I want to burn it <laughs> we have a co-worker who we love who this character reminds us so much of um, Eve, Cameron, if you- I love you, but get the fuck away from me. Eve, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> tell, 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 tell Cam. <laughs> tell Cam to listen to just this part. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about him during this episode. Yeah. And also get him to watch this movie and just realize that he is this character. 
but we love him for it. No. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Sam. We we love you, Cam. Sam. Oh, you don't even know his name. We love you, Cam. It's because I put Simon and Cam together. Yeah, that's fair. So it's like because they're Sam. the same person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, Joss suggests using Sam as bait. Yes. Great. It is a good plan yes. as long as Sam doesn't get killed. Yes. <laughs> um, Sheriff Good arrives at the hospital to find the bodies. Mm-hmm. He also finds the blood from where Razorblade Girl was shot in the middle of the street and a necklace. Yes. Is this is this Ruby Ruby's necklace? I believe so. Yeah, because I don't think Simon wore a necklace. No, right, it's no. like a love heart shaped locket. Not really his style. I don't know he might. I mean, to be fair, he has painted nails. He does, but that's. Kind of more of a like grungy nineties teenager. Yeah, it is black as well. Yeah, so it's black probably, paint, he's yeah. just punk. Yeah. Yeah. Um the group goes through the lost and found and the bathrooms to make sure they don't have any of Sam on them. So yeah. they, they basically wash off all the blood and they change their clothes to make sure they don't have any of like Sam's hair or blood or yes. anything on them. Yeah. And Sam's just like, Well, I'm fucked, aren't I? <laughs> I think it's specifically blood. I don't think like, well, that's what the that's what the rhyme says. Yes, she'll yeah. she'll use your blood or something like that. Because otherwise, Dina completely destroyed the entire point of that exercise. Uh, oh yeah, if it's not just blood, if it's not just blood, <laughs> oh, Dana is gonna reek of Sam. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they all go to the bathrooms to wash themselves off to make sure they don't have any of Sam on them. Kate asks Josh to go into the girls with, um with her because she doesn't want to be alone mm-hmm. um as dina and dina's walked off to go you know comfort sam because sam's like the gravity of it all is sort of landing yeah. on her at this point yeah. i think they're just like they're all after me i'm yeah. going to fucking die you can all wash my blood off and you'll be fine but i can't do that yeah <laughs> um Dina cleans up in the chemistry lab. She offers to help Sam with a wound she has on her shoulder. Yeah, Sam's like, who fucking cares? And Dina's like, I do. Yeah. Let me cover it. It's really gay. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me make it better for you. Yeah. Uh, Simon gets changed and cleaned up on his own in the bathroom. <laughs> I love this man's confidence. He's so into He's can. <laughs> He's so so in love with himself and I mean that affectionately he takes off his shirt and is just like checking himself out in the mirror and I'm just like feeling himself and then he does and then he does I wish I had that confidence he is a hairy fucking teenager he is very hairy actually he does not look like a hairy guy and then he takes his shirt off and you're like holy shit like you have a rug attached to your chest I do appreciate as well how he has a normal fucking body thank you he's not like he's got a bit of a gut he's a bit skinny he's not like super jacked yeah he's not like the six pack abs and he's not like the fat kid he's kind of he's he's got got gut and he's hairy and he's still so into himself he's got a regular body yeah. And he loves himself And he's like, it. I'm so fucking sexy. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Um, yeah, someone gets changed and cleaned up by himself. Josh and Kate talk about whether the plan is going to work. And then she asks for his help. Mm. Which means he has to go into the stall. He has to go into the stall where she's where getting she's changed. she's with her underwear. In just her bra and panties. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. I love that when, when Josh is pushing open the door, one of the bits of graffiti you can see very clearly is um, Nobody Loves You. Yes. Is written on the door. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. 
What it a, was very well done. And the fact that he's pushing past that. Yeah, it's like one of those oh. shots where the door is opening directly in front of the camera and it's just like, nobody loves you as the door opens. And he pushes past it to and see his hate. crush. Yeah. Love Waiting it. for him. The metaphor. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and he opens the door and Kate is half naked. She's just there in her bra and her knickers. Sam apologizes to Dina. Um, for running away from their relationship. Again, we're cutting between all these groups. Yep. Uh, Simon by himself, then we've got Josh and Kate, and then we've got Sam and Dina. Mm -hmm. Everyone's getting cleaned up. Um, Sexy music starts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dina and Sam are making out. Josh and Kate um, are are getting it on as well. I, look, as the... I'm still weirded out by the Josh and Kate thing. As many times as I watch this movie, and mm. like, there's like maybe two or three years between them. It's not that dramatic. No, but, like, but when, when you're, you're in, in high, high school, school, that difference is big. And he looks young. It's not like he's like one of these 30-year-old brooding hot teenagers that they cast in these movies. Yeah. Like, he looks- He looks very young. Young. He's got a chubby little baby face. Mm. And like, he's great. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyone in Kate's situation would be like, why is my best friend's little brother coming on to me right now? But she seems into it. She does seem into it. So It's fine. It's completely consensual. It just weirds me out a tiny bit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, Josh has got to be, like, around the 16 age and Kate's probably 18. So there's probably not a massive yeah. difference between them. But it's enough. It is. In high and school, it's enough. somebody who, whose best friend had a younger brother mm. in high school. It would be weird. It would be weird as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Josh and Kate get it on, and then Simon starts getting it on with himself. Yes. Love it. He's just like, you know what? I'm hot. Let's do Let's this. Let's do it. In front of the mirror, <laughs> like winking at himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone meets up. They all, uh, they all admit to having gone to Pound Town, as well, Simon look, puts okay. it. It's so funny. <laughs> this is the best part of the entire movie, because... Kate and Josh come out, and Josh is looking like the cat that got the cream, and Simon's like, no way. And Kate's like, relax, we, it was barely first base. Yes. And then, and um, then Sam and Dina, Sam and Dina turn up looking all, all, all holding guilty, hands holding as well. hands. And Simon's like, wait. Are you two back together? you all go to Pound Town? And there's this pause. There's this they pause. all guiltily look at each other. And, and then like, Simon gets this grin on his face and goes, like, me, me too. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love, I love it. So it's much. It's so good. Anyway, now we're on to the plan. Uh, we get a montage as they rig up, rig up a dummy uh, in the bathroom. They set a trap, uh, bloody water, which is very clever. Mm-hmm. Mixing. The traps in this movie are all very smart. Yeah. These like, movies. Sam cuts a hand, put, puts, um, sorry, drips the blood into, like, a mop bucket, and they mop her blood around the schoolway halls. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. Um, all the way, and from, like, from all entrances of the school, all leading to the same bathroom where yep. the, where the Seraphia graffiti is. Yeah. Very, very obvious trails. Yes. Go this way. Yes. Yeah. Follow me. And inside that bathroom, they've now filled it completely with, like, flammable liquid. Yep. Probably gasoline and whatever they could find in the chemistry lab that had a picture of fire and a cross. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't put this near fire. And they're like, we're going to put it we're near gonna fire. We're going to put it near fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're basically going to burn them. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. Um, Sam hides herself in the bathroom and waits. And they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And she's like, as long as I live. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Josh finishes mopping blood when he hears a noise. We see the axe man wandering the halls. Nightwing. Is that his name? Well, that's he's the Camp Nightwing killer. Oh, right. Okay. I do know what his name is, but I'm not going to tell you. We'll discuss Because it would be a spoiler two. for the second movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's our Friday the 13th. It's our Jason. Yeah. He's wandering the halls with his axe and his sack over his head. Simon meets up with the singing girl, um, Ruby. Ruby Lane. Moves up with Ruby Lane. The hot one. <laughs> God, you're simping so hard yes. for Ruby Lane. <laughs> And um, he starts. He, Simon runs to meet the others. Skull Mask then appears from another direction. So they're all, all three of them are here. Mm-hmm. The three killers are closing in. The killers all run into the same bathroom. The axe man swings at the dummy. The group. I love that they all like they wander into the bathroom and like Ruby Lane and Skullface like start pounding down the bathroom yep. doors. And it's uh, it's the axe man who finds the dummy and swings yes. because they've put blood over it's the dummy. It's a very good fake out, I think, because you don't really notice the dummy when they're setting everything up. You just see Sam going into the stall. Yes. And then, yeah, he just kicks the door down and swings his axe and you're like, holy fuck, did he just kill Sam? Yeah, like already? Yeah. Jesus. But it's not. It's a dummy. Yeah. That they've smeared some of Sam's blood on. Yeah. And we look up and we see that Sam is climbing out the vent. And this is the same vent where Kate keeps her... Candy store. Keeps her candy store. Yeah. So I love the fact that it was... This information was given to us so early in the movie, mm-hmm. and now it's playing out. Yeah. Love it when Everything movies do this. about these movies is very deliberate. I, I hate movies where they're just like... And then this, because plot. Yes. This movie's just like, you know... It looks like such a throwaway thing, you know, you know, Kate is selling drugs because that's how she plans to get out of Shadyside. Mm-hmm. This is where she keeps her drugs. Yeah. And now it's an exit for Sam to get out of while she's being attacked. Yeah. And, and then the like, drugs oh. become relevant as well. And, and the drugs become, and their knowledge of the drugs becomes yes. extremely, extremely relevant. Extremely relevant, yeah. They tie the door shut with all three killers inside and light the fluid. Yeah, they do. The, they listen to the killers scream. As they as they explode, question mark? But they they're like hiding around the corner with extinguishers. Yes. Um, they put out the fire and realize the pieces of the killers are starting to sort of squelch back together. Which is incredible because I think it's Simon goes like, "Come back from that, motherfucker!" And then it's like, "Okay." Yeah, and then we you just will. see you just see this little pile of like mush yeah, squidging like over to another their, pile of their mush. Their insides splattered all around the room on the walls and the ceiling and everything and they all just start to sort of like like magnetize to each yeah, other. Yeah. They're reassembling each other. Josh is nearly grabbed by a forming hand. Yep. Um, and the group runs. They lock themselves in a classroom and Kate suggests sacrificing Sam to save the rest of them. Because she's ruthless. Because she is a little bit ruthless. Yeah. But she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. But also, it's like the trolley problem thing. Yeah, yeah. one person or three people. Yeah. that thing. Yeah, Sam agrees because she's also that bitch. Yeah, she's like, yeah, they're after me. I don't want you guys to die because of me. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to kill the four of you to save me. Yeah, um, but Dana is not having any of it. She's like, <laughs> not no, my girlfriend. Not my girlfriend. No fucking way. Simon holds Dana back as Sam leaves and Kate locks the door behind her. Yeah. It's very sad. It is. It's very touching. I was like, no, don't, please. And it's a testament to, like, how much you actually do end up liking Sam, that this part is, like, really heartbreaking. You're like, Mm. 
But they started out hating each other, but now they're back together and they're in love again. And now Sam is gonna die. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, Sam is met by the Axe Man at the other end of the hall. Yeah, she can see him standing there, and he starts striding towards still her. reforming like still the back reforming. of his head was like closing up yeah the back of his head was like was a very squelching cool shot. yeah it's a very cool shot yeah he like walks into frame with the back of, like and then the back of his head is like yeah and then he starts charging after her yeah. and you're like oh shit josh makes a connection from an old newspaper clipping and sam is suddenly pulled back into the classroom and the door is locked yeah and the axeman is swinging at the door now yeah. great not no time to panic, everyone. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Um, Josh explains that C. Berman is the key. Yep. Um, she had previously seen the witch. Uh, Kate finds the number and Dina calls while Simon tries to hold off the axe man. He's like pushed a cupboard or something against the door. And he's like, Yeah, he's pushing a bunch of stuff. He puts like a coat rack. Like, guy, what's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> he's so yeah. stupid. He's just standing there trying to hold the axe man yeah. back, who's literally got an axe one so thing that stresses me out about this scene is that he's literally like he pushes like a desk or something up against it and then he gets up on the desk to put more stuff against the door which okay fine one of them is a hat rack whatever mm-hmm. but like his head like at one point um nightwing like swings his axe at the door yes and it's an inch away from where simon's head oh, is yes. it's, and they never like it's not I don't think it's deliberate it's no. just like he's just there like if that axe goes through the door, which it will. Yes. It's going to kill him. Yeah. It's very stressful for yes. something that really isn't relevant at all. <laughs> um, Dana gets no answer from C. Berman. Yeah. Uh, Simon is grabbed through the hole in the door. Like, yeah. like, like grab hold of his mop head. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Josh stabs the killer to free him. Yeah. Sam explains that Berman died and that's how she escaped. She died yeah. and then came back. Because the clipping explicitly said that she saw the witch. Yes. But she's still alive. She saw the witch, but she's still alive, and they figure out it's because she died, and then someone resuscitated her. Yeah. Awesome. A local boy, it says. Yes. Yes. Um, She'll follow you until you're dead, I made a note of, which is interesting. I was like, that's a good loophole. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're dead. I was technically dead. Yes. So, stop following me. Um, if they kill Sam, then bring her back. It should solve the problem. The Axeman breaks into the room, but the group has escaped and is back in their stolen ambulance. Yep. Sheriff Good arrives at a house. We don't know whose house this is, but he puts a note through the letterbox and we see the note and it just says, it's happening again. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I was like, I appreciate this mystery. Because yeah. I thought he was heading to uh, Dana's house yeah. to be like, yo girl, I was wrong. There were there were dead people in the in yeah. the hospital. Maybe I should listen to you. Yeah. We now arrive at the local grocery store, I think. And I love that there's like 12 or 13 pictures of Simon as employee of the month. Yeah. It makes me laugh so He's much. He's so like, he talks such a big game. Like, fuck you, pig. Like, all this. And yeah. he is employee is of the month. Employee for, like, of the year month. year running. Yeah. <laughs> it's so and cute. And earlier in the movie as well, like, when he... They were at Dina and Josh's house, and mm. he was saying well, to Josh, like, you guys need some groceries. We're running this really great sale at the store right now. <laughs> like, he's such a fucking dork. Love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. He takes a whole lot of drugs from the pharmacy. Back in the day when you could have pharmacies in, in fucking yeah. 
in like in your grocery stores. Mm. Um, he says his cousin overdosed, but they managed to bring him his back. His brother Timothy. Oh, was it his brother? His brother Timothy. And his brother Timothy overdosed. Let's Timothy this bitch. <laughs> yes, but they managed to bring him back with an adrenaline shot yep. from an epipen. Yeah, and that's how they saved him. So Sam has to take an overdose of drugs. And then have an EpiPen shoved into her. Yeah. And I love Simon running through the piles of drugs. This explaining, one's going to make you, yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, first you take pile one. I love that it's pile one. Yeah. It's not like pill one. Yeah, it's a fistful of pills for each, yeah. like, yeah. First you take pile one. It takes the edge off. You're going to feel like you're being fucked by a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> love that as yeah. a description. And he's like, pile two uh, brings your core temp down. And then you have to wait five minutes for everything to take effect before you take pile three or it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're going to bring her back with an EpiPen. Yeah. And that's... Because that's how that works. That's... Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> but... But they, they, they basically say, you know, EpiPen is basically adrenaline. This and is Jesus. <laughs> he says. He says. <laughs> I like it, though. Because I love the way he talks. Yes. Yeah. Simon has such a way with words. He does. Um, everyone marks themselves with Sam's blood. She tells them they can just leave, but Kate says her willingness to sacrifice herself means they do this together. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Because it did cut when Sam, like, agreed with Kate before when they were in about the other room herself. about killing. And Sam, like, agreed and was like, yeah, she's right. And it cut to Kate being like, wait, what? Like, her face was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And now Kate's like, yeah, look, you yeah. were willing to die for us, yeah. so we're gonna we're willing to die for you. Yeah. That's how this works. Love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Kate kisses Josh goodbye. It's gross, yeah. Yeah. No, it's cute. No, that's what I mean. Oh right, right. That's what, when I say gross, it means it's cute. You mean cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ew, straight couples. <laughs> Ew, do that in private. Nobody uh, wants to see that shit. Just, I, you're like, I don't care. Just stop shoving it down my throat all yeah, the time, you Jesus. know? Jeez. I'm not against straight people. Yeah. I just don't want to see it. I just don't agree with the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel that the table's turned? Motherfuckers. Um, the group splits up. Simon tells Josh to have confidence in himself. I love this as like a little prep talk. This little scene was really cute. If Kate, he... Yeah, if Kate likes you... It means something. Yeah. She doesn't fuck around. Simon's at first, like, Kate's, like, the worst. Like, Kate's <laughs> so mean. <laughs> yeah. And Josh is like, yeah, she's probably just being nice to make me feel better. And Simon's like, no, yeah, you don't Kate- get it. Kate doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, if she didn't, if she just wanted you, like, if she wasn't interested, she would just tell you fuck off and deal with it. Yeah. But she's not, but which she's- means it's serious. Yeah. Which is so cute. She sees something in you. So the pair split off to check different exits. Simon goes one way and Josh goes the other. They're going to go check different exits in the store. Don't split the party. Don't split. Oh. Um, Sam panics that she might not be able to be brought back. Yeah. I think this is um, just before she takes her first yep. fistful. Yeah. Fistful of drugs. Fistful of drugs. No chaser, I might add. She's dry swallowing oh, all yeah. of these pills. Oh, I didn't even clock on that, it's but you're disgusting. right. disgusting. At least get her, like, a Powerade or something. You're in a fucking supermarket. Like, just, just grab, grab some something. juice or some water yeah. or something. Um, yeah, Sam panics that she might not be able to be brought back. Dina is so afraid of becoming her dad, she says. And she won't lose Sam because Sam is her future. Disgusting. Disgustingly cute. So gross. Ugh. Ugh. 
So adorable. Lesbians. And also, fuck the world that doesn't love them for them. Yeah. Like, they're so beautiful. <laughs> just let their love be. It's just like real life. I know. Sam takes her first pile of pills. Um, Kate walks the store. They're basically distractions. Yeah. So that they have enough time for Sam to overdose and be brought back. They just have to keep the killers busy. Yeah. They, she hears a noise. Um, Simon arms himself with a box cutter as he walks through the store. And Josh goes to check his exit as well, where they heard a noise. Dana gives Sam her second pile of pills. At this point, Sam is a little loopy. Yeah, she's touching Dana's face. She's, she's just like, I love good. you. Yeah. She's been fucked by a unicorn. Yeah. She's... <laughs> Anya was like, oh, that must be so hard to watch, though. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. You, like, the person you love just being, like, off Loopy as fuck. And you have to make it, like, you are killing her. You have yes. to make it worse. Oh, God. Oh. Simon starts hearing the woman singing, starts hearing Ruby singing. Here's my girl. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. Oh, Sing me a song. <laughs> um, Josh hears heavy footsteps, which clearly indicates probably the Axeman. Yeah, because he's heavy-footed. The thump, 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 fucking um, huntsman boots or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, they're waiting, but they have to wait the five-minute gap now. Mm-hmm. When Sam sees Skullface. Yeah. Five minutes is a long fucking. When you're being time. attacked by three yeah. serial killers, yeah, five minutes is quite a time. Yeah. Um, and I think Sam starts vomiting and stuff like that as yeah, well. Yeah, she does. It's gross. I hate. I'm a sympathetic vomiter. Oh. I hate... So it makes you gag and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skullface rushes them, but Kate uses an aerosol can as a fucking flamethrower. Uh, yeah, she does. To stop Skullface from reaching it's them. the best. Awesome. She's such a hard bitch. Uh, Sam and Dana run, but they've lost their final stack of pills. Yeah. They accidentally kick them over or something like that. Yeah. Or don't take them with them. Um, so they can't do the last step that'll mm-hmm. actually kill Sam. Mm-hmm. Kate hides. She's grabbed by Skullface, uh, but blocks his knife with a baking tin. Love that. Yeah. Um, Dina and Sam listen as Kate is attacked, but um, they decide they're going to drown. Drown Sam. It's brutal. They see a lobster, <laughs> lobster pen or something. Like I was like, does Sam have like a really bad allergic? <laughs> that was my first thought. Oh my shellfish allergy. <laughs> No. <laughs> like, no. But I had exact. I'm so glad Anya and I are on the same page. The person you watch this movie with and me have yeah. exactly the same thought. Where it's like shellfish allergy. <laughs> Bit like, of a weird way to do it. But you're like, right. no tank of water. <laughs> Obviously. Um, Dina holds Sam underwater. Which must be so, so hard. hard to do. Especially per- because Sam's struggling, because of course she would, even if you're... It's your body's natural reaction. Yeah. Is to not drown. Literally. Um, Simon hears Kate's scream and is attacked by the singing girl, who who then immediately stabs with his box cutter. Yeah. He's taking no shit from Ruby Lane yeah. this time. She she's comes hot, at, but she gotta die. Because he, he, like, he walks into like a back room or something like that, and she's hiding in the corner... And he has, like, a spidey sense as she walks out and just stabs her right in the neck and then runs. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh is attacked by the Axe Man. 
Um, Kate is stabbed by Skullface, who then feeds her into a cake slicer. This I scene, did not expect this. This at scene all. is so brutal, and this is the one that like when Anya was like, "Oh, that was brutal." When like Betty got stabbed, I was like, yeah. "Wait, yeah, you fucking wait for Kate's death scene because oh my god, I was not expecting Kate to die." It's so sudden. It's so it's sudden. Like, she just gets stabbed and then fed through a cake slicer head and those first. Those machines, like I used to work in a bakery, those things are terrifying. Yeah. It's uh, and literally like her skull comes out the other side shredded. Yeah, you see, like they linger on that shit. Like yeah. it doesn't cut away. You see her coming out the other end. It caught me so off guard because yeah. I was not expecting any of this party to die. Yeah. At this late in the movie, I was like, that'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. But and then, no, it definitely pulls the rug. Yeah, it pulls yeah. the rug and she's she gets stabbed and I was like, oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. And then Skullface picks her up, slams her on the conveyor belt and, and feeds through her she goes, through a cake slicer. Yeah. Oh, shit, she big dead. <laughs> and I was just like, I was literally like, oh my God fucking I was really upset the first time I watched it because obviously we love Kate. We love Kate. We love Kate. Kate is amazing. Um, but Josh, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did now. And I was just like, oh, it's, um, okay. okay. Josh Which is, is really cool as well because it's like, as you say, at this point, it was so far through the movie that you're like, they'll be fine. And then yeah. one of them dies and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Suddenly the stakes are exponentially high. Yeah. I'm like, we could get a full party wipe. Anybody could die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Simon, uh, sorry, Josh and Simon run the store and find Kate's body. Mm-hmm. They look stunned at each other. and Which is another lingering shot on her sliced up head, by the yes. way. And they literally just don't know what to do. They stand there in, like, shock. Like, yeah. holy As you fucking would. shit. Yeah. And they, like, turn to look at each other, and then Simon takes an axe to the head. Yeah, now Simon's dead. Now Simon's dead, too. It's brutal. It's so, like, quick. Yeah, it comes it's out so of nowhere, sudden. And it's so, like... And that the, like, the heaviness of his body hitting the floor. The, the death scenes in these movies, I feel like there's no other way to describe them, but they've been so lovingly... Yes. Done. It's like, it's gory. The attention to detail in all of these scenes is like, it's so gross. Simon's eyes, like, like he goes cross-eyed when the thing hit, the axe hits him, and it's like... And literally the heaviness of his body hitting the floor. Like, he's dead dead. You just know by the sound of his body hitting the floor, he's dead. Fucked. Yeah, it really doesn't leave any room for, like, maybe he survived. He's dead. Yeah, because it's just like a thump. Yeah. It's not like, you know, he, he didn't try and cushion his fall at yeah. all, which means he's dead dead. Yeah, yeah. And it's very sad. We just lost Kate and Josh. And Simon. Sorry, Josh. Kate and Simon. Kate and Simon in quick succession. Very, yeah. So abruptly. And they were my two favorites. Yeah. Like, god fucking damn it. I mean, obviously I have to say that the lesbians are my favorites, but Kate and Simon. Yeah. They no. remain the two that I am the most upset about dying in all three movies. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I've got, I've gotten through the worst of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Simon is dead and Josh runs. Yep. Josh is being chased by Skullface. The Axeman sees Dina and Sam. Obviously, Sam's still slightly alive and struggling as she's being drowned. Mm-hmm. Josh trips and Skullface gets hold of him. Axeman runs at Dina as Singing Girl emerges from the back room. Everyone's converging on them and it really does feel like the last stand. Yeah. (laughs) Sam sees more flashes of Sarah and then drowns. Yeah. The store goes silent 
all the killers have just disappeared. Yep. Um, Josh runs to get the EpiPen. This was so funny, though, because one thing that I never picked up on is how long they wait to pull Sam out of the tank. And he was like, okay, now pull her out, like, immediately. Yes. Now, now pull her out, now pull her out. And we were both sitting there going, yeah, pull, pull, pull her, her out, out, pull her out. Any, now, any pull, second any, now. Pull, pull her out. <laughs> take, take her face out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, eventually they do. Dina lays her down um, in the supermarket aisle. And then pumps five or six EpiPens into her. Just boom, boom, boom. And again. And Josh is like, are you doing it? I'm not sure how that cracks. I don't think that's how this works, but. I love Josh going like, is that how you do it? And she's She's like, like, I don't know. know. (laughs) The experts are both dead. Yeah, they're both gone. Yeah. Um, Josh tells her that everyone else is dead and Dina starts CPR. And luckily, Sam is brought back. Unrealistic. She wasn't doing it hard enough. Yeah, you've really got to like get in there. I think the thing is, if you're not breaking ribs, you're not doing it hard enough. Damn. Yeah, because you've got to get... end up with broken ribs from CPR. You've got to get down all the way to the heart, yep. so... Yeah, Sam is brought back. She coughs up all the water that she obviously swallowed while she was drowning. Um, Sheriff Good interviews Dina. It mirrors the previous interviews, you know, after the car crash, where Josh, Dina, and Sam all say exactly the same things. Oh, but your injuries... Oh, I fell on some glass. They all say I fell on some glass. Yeah. Love it. So good. Mm-hmm. Chef Good says that Kate and Simon will be blamed for the murders. Because of their history and reputation as junkies. Yes. Which is, I wanted to fucking slap him at that point. Yeah. I was like, fuck off. And this is but where we learn. Like, his, his exact wording, I believe, is like, I don't want, I don't like, he says, I don't want that. But that is the story that this department will go with. Bitch, you are the department. Yeah. You could change it. But they won't. No. Because they need something yeah. to... And it's especially egregious because, like, Kate and Simon weren't on those drugs. No. They didn't touch the drugs. They just sold them. They weren't junkies. No, they weren't junkies at all. They were just dealers. <laughs> they were just dealers. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Mm. Yeah, this is the story they're going to go with unless Dana can explain differently. And Dana's basically like, it doesn't matter. They're yeah. dead. He's like, do you want your friends to go down for this? And she's like, no, but they're dead. Yeah. What what else can I do? Yeah. And it's so sad it's because really I'm sad. like, respect my Kate and Simon. Yeah. <laughs> do not smear their names. But he does apologize for not listening to Dana sooner. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, you know, I'm listening now. And Dana says, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And it's, oh. Too little too late, motherfucker. Basically. By JoJo.mp3. Sorry. <laughs> In the other room, though, Josh and the janitor are having a quick talk, and mm-hmm. and Josh gives the janitor a paperclip to it's pick very, his handcuffs. It's a great exchange. Martin calls uh, Josh Urkel, and he's like, help me out, help me out, because, you know, Martin's in handcuffs. Mm. And Josh has kind of got this look on his face, like, no, and Martin's like, oh, you think I'm a bad guy because and because I'm in here? You're in here too, little man. What does that make you? And he's like, just like... Hmm. Fair enough, yeah. Well, he's like, hmm, well played. Have a yeah. paper clip. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, and the janitor gives him a card as well, which his I assume... business card. His business card, yeah. yeah. Um, as payment as well. He's like, call me if you ever need yeah, anything. Yeah, I owe you. Yeah, yeah, I owe you. And the group leaves. Sam is told off by her mum, but um, she defies her and kisses Dana right in front of her it's bigoted mum. It's a great fake-out moment, though, because, like... You know, obviously Sam's mum is one of those overbearing religious parents. Yes. And 
um, doesn't approve of this. And Dina's like, I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully, to Sam. And there's a moment where Sam's like, no. No. And then she walks over and is like, I'll see you tonight. And then kisses her. Give her good, good old and snog. And like drags her out looking furious. And Sam's How just, dare you embarrass me? Sam's just grinning like an idiot the entire time. Yes. So it's cute. so good. Yeah. We get news report. We get some news reports on the murders. Uh, Dina gives Sam a mixtape and the note inside, which is the same note that she was writing at the beginning of the movie, except like the three different messages have all been crossed out. Um, and it says, uh, I will always love you. I'm still, I still love you. I will always love you. And Sam's like, I knew it. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, shut oh. up. The couple lie in bed together and listen to music. It's real gay. Did you listen to the lyrics of that song? I didn't listen to the lyrics, no. It's fucking weird. It is a weird song. I do love that the song is called Must Be a Devil Between Us, yeah. though. It's, it's... It sounds, like, pretty good. It's kind of, like, you know, low-key sexy. Like, it's the kind of song that an edgy teenager would put on to hook up with somebody. Yeah. The lyrics are really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, I was just listening to the beat, not the lyrics. Um, The doorbell rings. Um, Josh has sorted dinner for themselves. We've had Josh's... um, growth as a character because at the beginning of the movie he was ignoring the doorbell because his music was too loud and he was chatting online or whatever he's taking responsibility yeah he's taking responsibility and he's helping his sister yeah which is lovely he's like i just ordered pizza calm down but dina is so proud of him (laughs) yeah she gives him a hug and she's like good job little buddy (laughs) um the phone rings uh it's the survivor from the camp c berman Berman. that's Mm -hmm. right um and Sam starts hearing whispers, which we already know is the witch. And I was like, oh, shit, this is what happened to Ryan just before he went psycho. Uh, Dina tells the woman it's over. And the woman says, it's never over. The witch is still there and she makes the rules. We then see a cave of some sort where a cloaked figure is praying at a satanic altar. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of surrounded by a whole lot of rocks with the killer's names etched into them. Lots Very of cool. Lots of yeah. names. There's a lot of rocks and they all have like at least 10, 12 names on them. Yeah. Um, the woman says the witch will come for them. We then see Sam's name appear on the rock. It yeah. etches itself into the stone. Yeah, it does. So cool. Yeah. She's going to be the next psycho killer. Dina turns to see Sam who stabs her. She doesn't even see the stabbing. It's a very good mirror of the scene at the very beginning when Heather was stabbed. Yes. And it's the same shot where you just see them from, like, the chest up. Yes. Um, but where Heather protected herself with a book, Dina actually is stabbed. Yes. Dina yeah. looks down and sees there's a knife in her stomach. I think it's a steak. I think it's, it's a... like a wooden steak. Oh, is it? I think. I thought it was a kitchen knife. I think it's a, like a wooden steak. I don't know how she got her hands on that. But even when you see, when you when Dana turns around and sees Sam, she's got like flies buzzing around her and she looks yeah. very pale yeah. and Did you notice as well at the very, very beginning again with Ryan, when mm. he hears the whisper and he turns around and goes, what? And Heather's like, I didn't say anything. He has a fly crawling up his neck. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, the fly motif. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, so Dina collapses having just been stabbed. As you would. Yes, as you would. Uh, generally. A fair reaction. I stabbed myself in the hand once and nearly had a full-on panic attack, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, Josh is back on his computer, chatting online again with his um, with queen his of with his darkness. queen queen of yeah. air and darkness. He defends Kate and Simon online. Yeah, Love she, this. She calls them junkies, and he's like, "Shut your whore mouth." Like, not really. I would <laughs> not say really. that. But... He's just like. I knew Kate. She was a wonderful person. Yeah, I knew both... Simon. He was such a funny guy. Yeah, they were both brave. Yeah. Yeah. They were both brave and they saved us. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. So sad. I miss I miss Kate and Simon. I miss them so much. I miss them every day. <laughs> every day of my life. They're not here. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs, Dana and Sam are rolling around on the kitchen floor having a fight. <laughs> not in the fun way. Not in the fun way. Sam is trying to kill her. Oh, yeah. Um, Josh feels a hand on his shoulder next. It's Dana, who, um, who brings him upstairs. She's, like, bleeding from the gut. Yeah. And she just, she puts a hand on Josh and leads him upstairs, where we find Sam tied up. Yeah. Sam's not feeling herself. Yeah, Sam's not, um, Sam's feeling a bit sick. Yeah. Sam's not She's fucking, it looks like she's tied up with, like, the phone cord or something Yeah, and I was laughing really hard last night, because I was like... That would not hold anybody. No. Like, it's not, not even attached to anything. It's just the phone cord. Like, but she's like writhing around. Yeah, it's like holding her. She's like, not a happy, happy yeah. serial killer. Grunting and. Yeah, she's feral. Yeah. She's fucking feral. Yeah. Um, final shot of Sam lunging at the camera. And then we get a teaser for part two. Yes. Which I don't want to talk too much about. It just looks like it takes place in a camp. It looks like we've got the teenagers fucking in the barn, exactly like Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Lots of gratuitous sex scenes in the second one. We've got full-on Friday the 13th for Fear Street Part 2. Yeah. Which I'm very excited to get to. So, anyway. So, our final shot is Sam lunging at the camera, and I'll leave it at that for Part 1. So, this that was the end of Fear Street Part 1, 1994 from 2021. So, Dylan, yes. give me a rundown for this movie. What do you think of it as far as the script, the characters, the cinematography, etc.? 15 out of 10 on all marks. <laughs> My God. You fucking this love this movie. This is a perfect movie. I you're, love it. You're so Because you wanted to do Ready or Not as well. Yeah, but we've both seen but it. But we've both... Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, we've both seen it. So, you must be ecstatic to get I'm one of your, like... So, I'm so... I'm so happy that I got to show Arnie these movies last night and then come here and talk about them today. <laughs> this has been the greatest weekend of my life. <laughs> I'm living. So just in general, like, just... Oh, my God. I love, as we've established, I love the color palette. Oh, it's I love gorgeous. the neon lights. Mm. I love the lighting in general is just really good. And the editing is so the editing is amazing. The writing is good. The acting is good. It's just the the, the murder scenes are good. Yes. You it's feel for these characters good. as well. You do. The characters Even are though, great. Like, because like, the first time I watched it, I watched it with uh, my two best friends, and they were both militantly against Dina because of her being a dick about Sam moving away. Right. I can I can understand. Fair enough. She's a hundred percent in the wrong on that situation. But like, yeah, they really fucking hated her. But by the end of the movie, you're rooting for them. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really good character development and really good like (sighs) It's just it's it's a fun movie. It's so good. It's a fun movie. It's really, really it's you don't understand because you haven't seen all of them, so you don't know what's actually going on. Yeah. There's so many little, like, hints and clues. There's and so many like, There's so many bits that I need to 
that we're going to tackle in uh, parts two and three that I'm yeah, excited to get to. But then you need to like go back and rewatch yes. them all again because it's oh currently this movie for me is an eight out of ten. I thought it was a great slasher. I thought it was a great time, and I think. Like you said, once I've watched all three and then rewatch it, that's when it becomes a ten. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a fifteen actually. <laughs> a fifteen, out of them. yeah. But at the moment, like, if you enjoy a slasher movie, this is great. It's so good. It's got it's got your supernatural tropes. It's got your slasher tropes, and yeah. then they're all twisted in different ways. I cannot ex- overstate the delight that I witnessed Anya experience last night when we were watching this. Mm. She was like. Okay, yeah, you start off, like, it's a slasher movie, okay, yeah, there's yeah. a guy in a skull mask or whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of people that get stabbed one after the other. And then he comes back. Yeah. He's dead, and then he comes back, and she was like, wait, what? And, and then I was like, ooh. And then there's and more then killers. Lane, and then the Nightwing, and just keep, all the stuff just keeps on piling up, and it's yeah. like, what is going on? And she was throwing out theories, and I was like, ooh, I love this, you're so into it. And what I love about this movie is that it's got such a um, specific, um, not, what was the word like? Um, it's got a specific like way it's doing everything. Yeah. What would you call it? Oh, style? Style? I guess yeah. Style. It's got its its own ambiance to they it. Are, like they are very stylish movies. It's yeah. It knows what it's doing and isn't afraid to do it. Yeah. So many movies are just like oh yeah we'll just do the slasher thing. You know oh, the like slasher the thing. Cock tease that was they slash them. Oh god they slash oh my god that was it's like the polar opposite. Yeah. You get your satisfying horror deaths deaths the yes. brutal brutal murders mm. they really don't shy away from the violence no not at all it's it's a lot more violent than i was expecting it to be the first time i watched it because i knew that it was based on rl stein books yes so i was expecting something kind of like tame yeah but it's not it's i mean not even because like the beginning of the movie that opening kill is is quite gory yeah and then for 90% of the rest of the movie, it's not really not gory really, or anything yeah. like get, that. And then you get the last and scene. Then, yeah, and then it's suddenly, yeah, Kate's being fed through a, a cake, slicer. cake slice machine. And, and Simon Simon's takes taking an, an axe, axe to the, the head, head. And you're just like, Jesus. In rapid succession. You don't get time to breathe. No. Like, it was it was fun. It was I love the fact that I got caught off guard yeah. by both Kate and Simon's mm-hmm. deaths. Like I love it's all that. Just so well Because so many times, because I've watched so many horror movies and stuff like that, you, you you obviously you start to realize the formula. Yeah. So you watch a horror movie, you're like, oh yeah, 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 that guy's useless now. He'll die next. Yes. Oh look, there he goes. Yeah. Oh, that guy's gone to go pee by himself. Yeah. Yep, he'll die in a second. But as you say, you get to that supermarket scene, you're know, like, well, nobody's died yet, so we're probably going to be fine. You, you're like, like oh, we're at the got, end. We've got the like movie. ten minutes left. We'll be fine. And then two of the characters die. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Really good, like, likable characters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no throwaway characters, I don't think, really. Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah, fuck Peter. Yeah, but he was a caricature of a human being anyway, so yeah. that's fine. Um, yeah, abs- eight out of ten for me. Like, go watch this movie, people. It's very fun. It's so good. If you have Netflix, it's there. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah. Um, so we like to give credit where credit's due. So there's a pretty particular actor or character you want to give props to in this movie? I mean, look, I love Kate. I love Kate so much. I love Kate so much. As far as performance, I really like Sam. I really oh, like how... She did do a very good job. Yeah. the act- Sam's actor is really good. Mm. I found Dana a bit one note. Dana, yeah, she's... The rest of the cast were doing, like, multiple things 
all the time and Dana yeah. just seemed to be the one thing yeah. all the time. Sam the was the third movie, that's all I'll say. Okay. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, no, I, I I think as far as performance goes, Sam blew it out the water. Is for the you. one is the best one for me. Yeah. Character wise, I love Kate. I love Simon. I think Simon is probably my favourite character in this entire movie. My yeah, my I was teetering back and forth. I was like, Kate, no Simon. Kate, Simon. Okay, I think I I ended up yeah I wrote down um, congratulations to Fred Hin- Hinchinger. Oh, I have no idea. Hinchinger, uh, who played Simon. Okay, because I just loved that character so he much. He was so good. He just felt like such a person. Yeah, like an actual just person. a real teenage boy. Yeah, but so did Kate. Like the two of them together, I just fucking loved. Yeah. Both of them, they just added so much to this movie, and it was so upsetting to watch them die. Yeah, genuinely heartbreaking. Like, I would have been upset if Josh died, or Dana, or Sam, yeah. but, like, these two are the ones I, like, related to, and, like, yeah. just really enjoyed. So, yeah. Yeah. But, <sighs> amazing. What a great film. People, go watch this movie. It's it was so, so much fun. That's the thing is about it as well. It's, like, it's a good horror movie, but it's fun and it's yes funny in a deliberate way that is actually funny it's yeah. not funny because it's bad yes it's oh it's did so you good. all go to pound town yeah me, me too, too. <laughs> <laughs> hall of fame it's so good so we have decided that we are going to do parts two and three we weren't going to but then it was we weren't so going to because good. i was like i don't really want to do sequels because then they'll open a whole new can of worms but they're not really sequels but, but yeah the same because story. this movie ended on such a cliffhanger with like sam with so many things unresolved yeah. and everything like that it didn't feel like the story was finished yeah and have- it is called part one yes so we've decided to do part two and three. There I'm will be an, so excited. There will be an episode or two between each part of Fear Street. So if you're not that into Fear Street, don't worry. There is other content coming as well. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining me this week, um, Dylan. <laughs> you're so and welcome. showing me Fear Street Part One. I'm we will be back with Part Two shortly. <laughs> um, otherwise, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye now. Bye bye. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>